2: Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let's just confirm that Young Phil and Jamez5000 are not going to be here tonight. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, I uh, hid them in the closet somewhere. So... This episode is brought to you by Deadpool, and how's it going?
3: Let's let's just confirm, everybody. Mercenaries for Howard's
2: Distance nerding. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out if anybody needs
1: killing. Uh,
2: I am for hire. I am currently for hire. Uh, if anyone needs any killing or anything of that nature, uh, please let us know at www.whatthefuckishappeningrightnow.com. happening right now.com. Either way, uh, let's bring in, live from the closet, it's John 5,000.
4: I think we forgot young Phil in L.A. at the Comic-Con.
2: Pretty sure. And was, we
4: brought so back a different Deadpool.
3: That
2: sounds about right.
4: This is super awkward. Yeah, something about that. I,
2: I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know why I'm here. Uh...
4: The good part is he knows how to work a soundboard, so we may keep him for
2: a little bit. There's that? Wait a minute. That? Oh, I hit the wrong button. Oh, see? Uh, I don't think I do okay. know how to use this.
4: Strike one.
2: You know what? You shut your mouth when you're speaking. Oh,
4: geez. Look at the angry finger on yeah. the screen. Geez.
2: Exactly. Anyways.
4: Welcome, everybody. <sighs> What's up, Matt? Oh,
2: look who it is. Hey. <laughs> look at that. It's young Phil. I do sound like uh, Charlie Brown's teacher when I have the mask on and I'm trying to speak over a mic. Womp, mm-hmm. womp, 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 womp. It's the, uh, it was the pop filter plus the mask. It's just everything there. Yeah. Uh, just ruining everything. Anyways, you are now watching Distance Nerding. He's young Phil, I think. And he's Jamez5000. And, and we're, we're here, here to nerd together.
4: We're talking about anything. Pop culture, movies, music, food, wrestling, Deadpool, Liefeld, uh, Comic-Con, LA Comic-Con. All of what,
2: the things. Whatever you're nerding out on, we want to talk about it. Now, guys, you got to follow us on all the social medias if you're not already following all of our social medias. Obviously, you're on either Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. But we would love it if you would join us on Instagram and look at all those tasty, tasty, pictures that we took over the weekend
4: oh yeah we posted so many pictures and we're like halfway done yeah my thumbs started to hurt so i'm just like all right i'm gonna post more later
2: yeah no just the amount of fun that we had over yeah. the weekend uh throwing it out there uh in the facebook chat uh matt hernandez um man fresno deadpool is the man and i love him and yes yes <laughs> that's it yeah yeah there's a lot of deadpool love there was a uh, 5 000 views worth of deadpool love on oh, your yeah. on your video yeah yeah, yeah. people love that people loved uh there was a lot of love love happening because I was caressing the back of Fresno Deadpool's head Mm -hmm. Uh, but then after that was our uh, mercenaries for hire (laughs) mercenaries for hire
4: people were enjoying that (laughs) I was watching people walk up to you and being like that is amazing Uh,
2: what was funny about that whole thing was just randomly like I I would just randomly walk into like different parts of the con and just kind of like slowly walk in
4: mercenary for hire but you kept it kayfabe people kept walking up to you you're (laughs)
2: like mercenary for hire no no no. you want to you want do you need anybody killed no uh, i'll kill wolverine for free
4: yeah it was great (laughs) i
2: have a carbonadium blade i can take out wolverine right now right that's pretty (laughs) funny uh the the entire time i was in that costume uh and and again i i kind of just started talking but i didn't really explain what i was doing uh i was for those who weren't following our social media and what we were doing at the con uh saturday i did one of my first full-on cosplays so
4: we were at la comic
2: con we're at la comic con over this past friday over uh, through sunday uh, and Saturday, the second day of the con, I'm walking around in a full. Uh, I called it Unipool, um, but it's basically Deadpool cosplaying as a unicorn. You need you need to drink this one. I, I drink that one all the time. I want a different rainbow unicorn. I know it's one of my favorite flavors. I'll save it for you. Sorry. Yeah,
4: we got energy drinks because we have zero energy right
2: now. Oh, after this weekend, and right? then on top of that, on Monday when I got back, I got my uh, my booster. my booster vaccine and my flu shot. Oh. Oh, look at you. So yesterday I was out. I was knocked out yesterday.
4: Have a Flintstone vitamin. You'll be fine.
2: Well, You'll i will be fine. Uh, as of last night, uh, my fever broke. I woke up this morning. And I was like, yeah, I can work. And like, everything was fine. Yeah, so I mean, like usually when I get a flu shot, I'm like sick for like a week. Mm-hmm.
4: No, I was, I was cool after a day. It was all the uh, nachos and uh, expensive LA food. Definitely. You know what going. we didn't
2: do? And I'm sad. And Jackie made fun of me about this too. Uh, what we didn't do while we were down there, we didn't get tacos.
4: There was a lot going on.
2: There was. There yeah. was. We had limited options at the LA convention center. Right. But the thing is is that we, we didn't we got pizza. Yeah, we did get we pizza. We got really good pizza. Uh but we didn't we didn't go get tacos. I know that was that was rough. And I didn't really think about it until after we were done and I was like, man, we never got tacos. Cuz it was a
4: whirlwind weekend.
2: It, it was, was good. It was. You know what we did do? What? We hung out with Raider Ray. Raider
4: Ray in the house, Ray de Leon, the Socal Simba himself. That was awesome. Yeah. It was
2: so cool. Yeah, uh, Raider Ray and not only did we hang out with Raider Ray, but we went to uh, Scum and Villainy, mm-hmm. which is the bar that, well, it's, it's a replica cantina bar, right? And it used to be a, it, it was supposed to be a pop-up bar that ended right. up becoming a permanent like state, staple at, on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, And, you know, this is the bar that um, Kevin Smith does his podcast at. Fat um, Man Beyond. Fat Man Beyond. Yep. Uh, and, and yeah, no, it was great. Uh, you can't tell anymore, but if you were on the live stream on Monday, uh-huh. uh, you could hear that my voice was right
4: you were screaming so much this weekend.
2: Yeah. Uh it was so
4: good. But the bar is super fun. I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're gonna of course you're gonna love it because it's yeah. the cantina, but they got like uh Star Trek stuff there. Yeah, that's just if
2: if you're a pop culture fan in yeah. general, if it's you're definitely a, nerd. a like nerdy bar. Uh and it was it was glorious, right? So the, the, the reason that my voice was gone specifically was there was a drink oh, that boy. we were getting, right? That that myself and Raider Ray were getting yeah. uh called the Witness Me Furiosa. Right now, if you you are a fan of Mad Max, Fury Road, right? Uh, you know, the um the, the dudes, I'm forgetting their names, but the dudes that are in that movie, right? Um, when when they when they get initiated, essentially, right? They get uh-huh. sprayed in the face with silver, right? And they have to yell out witness me. Right. So this drink, the witness me furiosa, basically when you order the drink, they, you know, they make the drink and then they spray you in the or no, they don't spray you in the face immediately. They they say, I live, I die, I live again. And you have to respond with screaming at the top of your lungs witness me and then they spray you in the face uh-huh with it's a um vanilla it's supposed to be a vanilla spray but it's like a silver like an yeah. edible silver vanilla spray and they spray your face with it like they do in the movie right right so me and ray to ray got like seven of those yeah right? each each like we, we started off with like two or three and we were like yeah maybe we should calm down and then we both realized shit neither of us are driving oh you did not calm down <laughs> so we just kept drinking and kept yeah. going and it was so much fun it was fun to watch
4: yeah i'll give you that yeah you guys looked like you were having a good old time and then
2: after a while after we would get the drink we would say oh what a lovely day yes another line from the movie i mean we we had a blast it was so much fun
4: yeah it was really it was really fun to watch i was like i don't know what's gonna happen and then and then they sprayed your face i'm like oh my god what is happening and that is not
2: good we we walked up um aaron said it looked like we like buried our faces in cocaine yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, if you go to the Instagram again, yeah. uh, you know, distance nerding on the yeah. Instagram, uh, you can actually see a picture of me and Raider Ray together right. with our coked up bases. Yeah. Uh, which by the way, we weren't on cocaine guys. So don't yeah. think that we we're really, it on looked like
4: you got um, <laughs> manhandled by like a very aggressive robot around the mouth. You it, know it, what I mean? It
2: looks like I got punched in the face by the Pillsbury Doughboy as he got rolled out. You know, it's like, yeah, he's Something already got I the flour know. on his hand, but he punched this in the mouth and it like, <laughs> hi, Julie, how are
4: you? Hi, Julie. But yeah, yeah, that, that was so much fun! Uh, shout out to Angel who was there too. Yeah. And shout yeah. out to Thick who came along. Yeah. We all had a good time watching Ray and and Young Phil go crazy. Yeah.
2: It was good. It, it, it was funny because Ray was like, "You are my drinking soulmate." Right. And then Angel and Ray were fighting over whose soulmate I was because they're just both like, "Uh, you're like my party buddy." No, you're my drinking buddy. No. I like, no. If, if I'm anybody's soulmate, it's Jack. But still, right. I felt mo- more sober just watching you get. more. <laughs> more unsober. We had so much fun, man. It was ridiculous. The that amount of fun good. that we had. Yeah.
4: Yeah. The food was, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to give a, a review of the bar. So the the bar was cool. Yeah. Like the aesthetics and the ambiance was super fun. It's, yeah. it's not that big of a place though. So if you go when, next time you're in LA, go early.
2: Absolutely. So you I get agree. a
4: table and, you know, we were there for a couple hours or something, like Yeah. two or three hours, right? Yeah. Uh,
2: now get the cheesy chicken tots. They were amazing.
4: Okay. There you go. I'm trying to think of the other drinks. What did we have? Like a Tiki Temple of Doom?
2: The Tiki Temple of Doom was a little weird just because like all the different things yeah. they had in it it felt like it was just a little much yeah like, you know oh wait a minute the cocoa butter was speaking of thickowski something happening something's happening he's trying to get in but it's not letting him there he is hey, hey. Yeah. you made it back yeah but-
3: Gonna play a game. Are you gonna Hi. play a game? Hi, Hi. <laughs>
4: He sounds like an angry Kermit the Frog. Hi. Kermit, the frog. Hi. Kermit
3: the Frog here. Hi Hole! You gonna
4: play a game? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, playing the, I'm playing a GOAT
3: game.
2: Is it because you're the goat? Let's go with that. He doesn't have headphones, so yeah. he nope. can't hear you. Yeah
4: we were just talking about uh, scum and villainy
2: oh fun yeah 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 we haven't even gotten to the news yet we've just been kind of recapping uh, LA comic-con yeah I, fig- so, I figured uh, we got
4: as far as Ray and young Phil um, going down on some robots in the back room that's why they had silver Whoa. all over yeah. their face
2: yeah the uh, silver all over the face that makes, yeah yeah,
3: yeah. What, so <sighs> the food was all right Food was just all right it was bar food yeah, I mean it was good for bar food I Trace mean it's not fine. I mean come on it wasn't bar food it was pretty good
4: yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I think I think
4: between Ray and and Young Phil, I think somebody was going to barf the next morning. Hey. Yeah. No, no, no. Hey,
2: uh, Aaron, how do you like these glasses? Very, they? they
3: do look really nice.
2: I, yeah. uh, I
3: I I thoroughly enjoy them. I'm glad they're getting passed around from James's son to you. To, it's yeah. great. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Get ready for Pink Eye. So, woo! I love Pink guy. Filthy Frank is great. Joji, Jojo, Joji, Joji. That's a lot of syllables. And right? Gonna, I I, is is
2: Joji a member of uh, Dirty Mike and the Boys? Because no. Joji is Filthy
3: Frank. Who is Pink Guy?
2: Uh, but but do they hang out with Dirty Mike and the Boys? I don't know. And and fucking the back of Priuses.
3: Whoa! Hey, easy, easy. <laughs> Make love in the back of Priuses.
4: Yeah,
2: no, we will fuck in the back of your Prius again. Oh, hello there. Yeah.
4: <laughs> this is why I don't buy a Prius. Yeah, such a sex magnet, you know. Yeah, yeah. But so what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know what was fun at the bar? So the drinks were, were fun. Yeah. Uh, the food was the food was all right, but that jukebox app thing.
2: Oh yeah, know? no, that was super cool. I, I I thought that was like the coolest thing where you can just up. The next song,
4: yeah, it was so uh, it was all done through an app, right? Like, right. out loud or something
2: like that, right? Right, right, right.
4: So, everybody downloads the app and then you vote on the different songs to play next. So, instead of you throwing uh, money at a jukebox, right, and hoping your song gets played, yeah, it's like people voted up and down for the next song, yeah, yeah. How cool was that? Mine got played. I'm just
2: saying, all mine got played, yeah. I'm, I mean, that's great.
3: I mean, it helps that there's only like maybe 50 songs on the whole thing you can choose from,
2: yeah. I'll take it. A win is a win. I mean, Rescue Rangers, come on,
3: yeah. Yeah.
4: Right, that was pretty good.
3: That's
2: pretty good. Is he singing?
4: No,
3: he asked if I wanted a cup of tea. Oh,
2: oh well, you like a cup of tea, huh? Yeah, very nice. You have very a cup nice. of tea, yeah. So that lo-
4: was that the first night
2: or that's the second a lovely night? day, isn't it? Um, that was second night.
3: Second night. We went there on
2: Saturday. Night. That's right. Yeah. Friday right. night we wandered the streets of downtown Los Angeles looking for a bodega. That's true. Oh,
4: that's right. That's right. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. And did we we didn't find one, did we? we
2: no, well, we found something similar. It like we found smoke, smoke shop. shops. That's yeah, right. It was like a smoke shop that had everything in it. Right. It was a trip. Yeah.
4: Good times, though. Good times. Your Saturday was probably the best Saturday of your life.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was great. Just just the first half of the day was me as Unipool. Now, for those of you who are in the comic book, no. I got, I, uh, would it be Chrissy? I was oh, blessed.
4: Well, let's, let's hold on. Let's, let's rewind. So Friday night, you were trying on your whole outfit, putting it
2: together. Right.
4: You were stressing out because you didn't have a, a tool belt or.
2: Right. So I was, I was trying to get a utility belt. Right. I was trying to get like the pouches and like run around with the life belt pouches all over my, my, my like, hottest area.
4: But then you settled on a.
2: Well, so what happened was I was looking around the car to see if anybody sold like utility belt. And one of the vendors, uh, she i'm talking to her for a second and she goes you know what would be funny that would work with that costume is you should see if you can find a fanny pack and i was like that's freaking genius <laughs> right so i'm i'm kind of like you know now i'm just looking for a fanny pack and nobody has fanny packs right so in the morning you know um you know the next day uh, i i'm looking for where i can find a fanny pack like where can i go buy a fanny pack in the right. Store, right right and like
4: what is happening over there?
3: Just don't worry about
4: it. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying I should set up like a booth at Comic-Con and we only sell fanny packs.
2: Yeah. And, and at corner that, like, of Hello Kitty fanny packs. And- right stuff like that you know but but anyways i'm looking for for a fanny pack right and i can't find the fanny pack to save my life uh so i see that you can order fanny packs through macy's and target and all that now at the hotel we were staying at like it was above a mall right Mm -hmm. so we i i I decide uh, in the morning because the um the macy's downstairs opens at nine Mm -hmm. i was like okay well let me go run down there and just kind of see like what they have because the websites don't always show everything and so i run down there um i run down there <laughs> and um, and I'm like looking through the store. They don't really have anything in the store. Um... And and I start like looking, I, I go downstairs and there's like a TJ Maxx like clearance, Macy's clearance section. Right. And I find this bad boy. Hey, what better fanny pack for Deadpool than a neon pink and purple MTV pop culture fanny pack? It's pretty good. This thing right here almost made the whole costume for me, man. You were very happy about that I, because I was just like it fits so perfectly. There's nothing better than this, unless it was like hello kitty but i mean right. like still what up tyler What's up, tyler? um but i mean i'm wearing this this <laughs> i'm waving at tyler <laughs> tyler can you see me i'm waving at you
4: you're on the other side of the fence
2: the the blinds are closed so i don't know if you can... can see he can see his yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you there we go, go. silhouette yeah. type thing uh anyways yeah i mean like you know i i it just everything worked out perfectly so then i'm outside of the con and we're like taking whoa, 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 pictures
4: whoa. we walked two miles oh yeah and you had <laughs> nine layers of furry on true just a sweat dripping down your your rainbow it fur it was disgusting it was it was matted yeah oh it was yeah like a wet dog
2: yeah absolutely uh so we're talking about saturday yes that's how it yeah. was
3: friday and sunday but saturday however. <laughs> yes.
2: I'm, I'm wearing a unicorn onesie over a deadpool costume so it's like you know it's like deadpool as a unicorn like as he would be as a unicorn uh and, and yeah we shirt. walked we, we walked a mile uh and like starting at the hotel you have like maybe one or two people i'm pretty sure one person was like you know crazy homeless chick but like she you know she recognized oh deadpool what's up Deadpool? that was me oh oh that's right it was it was was you that was him yeah the crazy homeless
4: lady that that was
2: anyway so what ends up happening is you know we as we start getting closer to the con you start seeing people that are just like oh my god look it's deadpool and they're like pointing at me and people are, you know starting to have fun with me and of course me i take it on as like you know i go full character and it's like you know people are asking like deadpool i'm like deadpool Deadpool where right. keep in mind it was a two mile
4: walk, so it was like crazy. Look at the weirdo looks, to like, oh my god, look how cool
2: this weirdo is! Yeah, and, and like I said, people were just like, you know, Deadpool. And I'm like, where where's Deadpool? I don't see Deadpool, what? where, right? And like stuff like that. And uh, James had to remind me to do a joke. He's like, um, somebody asked, uh, are, are you going to Comic Con? I was like, There's a Comic Con today,
4: <laughs> that's right, that's right, right?
2: <laughs> you know, so like stuff like that. Like we had a crap ton of fun walking up there. I yeah. start running into like different people, so like. Like we ran into uh, Power Man aka um, Luke Cage Luke Cage and I go oh crap and like start walking backwards and he just starts laughing I was like uh, "He somebody said something about man uh, you don't gotta worry about him you can heal I was like not if he punches me <sighs> yeah <laughs> right and the dude just starts cracking up and uh, so
4: you were having a good old time i
2: was having a blast amongst your people right amongst my people yeah so so we get to the front of the con and i start posing you know i'm like posing at like pointing at comic con and everything like that james gets like these amazing pictures
4: wait hold on uh real quick before we get going any further because secret time we were there with press passes yeah so they gave us free passes free press press passes all they said was like you have to cover the con right so We, we oh shoot that's what we forgot to do exactly exactly <laughs> no so I was a little leery of Philippe you know cosplaying I'm like dude you know technically we're here for free so let's do the job right mm-hmm. but then between- I think we did
2: more of the job because of that
4: well yeah. no <laughs> shout out shout out to thick and to Ray and you as well because Friday we did so many pictures mm-hmm. and we talked to so many people um and made so many connections Saturday felt like yeah let's let's have fun yeah so you just like said F it let's have fun yeah so you show up we're at the front of the LA convention center your full rainbow unicorn
2: deadpool outfit and everybody was loving it Mm -hmm.
4: one person in particular
2: yeah so so we get to the front of the con and i start messing with this spider-man right there's this dude who's dressed as toby Maguire spider-man and i just run up to him and i'm like pete what are you doing here right and he looks over at me he goes seriously wade you're just gonna use my name like that and i was like well you just you just use my name he goes wade everybody knows your name and i was like yeah touche you're right right (laughs) and you know we're just messing around and then this guy um walks up and and he's like taking yeah. interviews with different cosplayers. So he goes to go interview uh, Spider-Man and he tells me to hold on real quick because he wants to interview me too. Next thing I know, I'm looking forward now, given the mask itself, it's really hard to see out of this mask. Right. But I'm I'm standing there waiting for my turn. And next thing I know, somebody walks up to me, puts his arm around me and then who goes, was it? Emilio Estevez, the mighty and, duck man. Exactly. And we started doing the chant. Emilio! Ducks, 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 ducks. Oh no, quack, 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 quack. Quack, quack, ducked quack, fly quack, together quack, quack. yeah no anyways uh he walks up to me puts his arm around me and he starts going uh i don't know if you know who i am but i'm rob liefeld and immediately i look up i'm like it's rob fucking liefeld right <laughs> explain who rob liefeld is so rob And well he, he says it. he goes i'm the creator of deadpool and i'm doing a uh cosplay panel at 12 30 on the main stage and i'd really love it if you came on stage with me. right i'm i don't i don't i don't go into shock very often when i meet celebrities yeah but but the fact that Rob Liefeld walked up to me while I was in Dead uh, Deadpool cosplay right, and told me he loved my costume just stopped me in my tracks. I didn't right. know what to do at that point. And, you know, I tell him, yeah, I was like, dude, before you go, can I get a picture? Right. And he's like, hell yeah. And he like poses with me. And I'm just like, this is amazing. Like of all the things in my lifetime that are like, you know, cool things that I've done and cool things that I've been around. I don't know if it gets cooler than posing as Deadpool with Rob Liefeld. Yeah, no
4: kidding, man. And there were a ton of Deadpools there. Yeah. But he yeah. came up to you.
2: Yeah. So yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, and then yeah, I mean you know after that we did a lot of like hijinks and haywire running around the show with me as Deadpool and messing with we, people. We took and- a real life picture of the
3: Spider Man pointing Spider Man meme. Yeah.
2: So we did the Spider Man pointing at Spider Man meme. Actually, if you look at the that actual picture with like Rob Spider Man, back- Rob Liefeld's in the background going, Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't notice that oh the Deadpool version the Deadpool version when yeah. we did the Deadpool version of the Spider-Man meme because there was the Spider-Man meme like all the Spider-Man were standing in front there was like seven of them pointing at each other uh-huh. but then when we recreated it and did the Deadpool's pointing at each other Rob Liefeld's in the back like <laughs> you gotta go look at the picture that picture's actually on our Instagram too so I mean like all this coverage everything we did all the cool cosplays that we saw just all the panels that we, that, that we attended and everything like that it's all on our Instagram you guys mm-hmm. have to check out our Instagram yeah
4: go check out go check it out so ton of pictures you were like on the highest of highs
2: yeah right off the jump man i had so much i, I was actually planning on taking off that costume like at 10 11 o'clock it, it and was, when Liefeld told me that he wanted me on stage i was like well i'm gonna run around as deadpool for a little you're like while i then.
4: will never take this off again. time to
3: soak in this sweat box for a few more hours yeah. oh well, yeah
2: no i when i finally got that costume off it was just i i i had like a bucket of sweat i felt mm. like you
3: you
4: knew something or you had like a feeling because it's like you wanted to walk the entire way you wanted to hang out in the front like right before the con started on Saturday I'm like oh the lines are short let's go get in line
2: right now yeah and I was like no wait let me go mess with all these people as Deadpool <laughs> yeah exactly I'm like alright especially because like my head got big because I was getting stopped every five seconds to take right. a picture with somebody you know like people were just like oh my god I love your Deadpool I want yeah. to take a picture
4: but it was like everything was aligning because uh, if we would have jumped in line or or if we would have you know showed up a little bit later mm-hmm. you would
2: have missed Rob yeah or L- Rob wouldn't have saw like, you like Liefeld you know? wouldn't have saw me you yeah. know like and then and just again just messing around you know, and then you know. again, i had so much fun walking around the con and just saying weird weird stuff as deadpool right My Favorite thing was like every time i would go into a new like kind of like intersection and go mercenary for hire the amount of people that would just start laughing yeah it was good because like it's like for like some people like especially for like the anime groups that don't know much about deadpool they're just like the hell is this guy he's hella weird but then for like the comic fans that know deadpool to see me walking around going scenario for hire you know it's like oh my god that is so funny because it's so deadpool
4: you kept it uh kayfabe it, it oh yeah good.
2: i 100 percent kayfabe up
4: the, the more you kept stayed in character people loved it yeah
2: yeah i i had a blast again if i could have stayed in that costume longer i would have but it was just too damn hot to be walking around in that costume the whole time you could have unzip the butt it's true and again the amount of detail that went into that costume because even if i unzip the butt it was still in character because right. i was wearing thanos shorts under that. right, (laughs) you could have taken those off too, and then just let it all air out, yeah. Just walk around bare assed, yeah, exactly. It would have been good. I mean, there's plenty of uh female cosplayers running around with their ass out. I can do the same thing, exactly. See, actually, you know what? I may just wear a banana hammock next next time. I mean, straight thong, just all you do is see my butt and my hairy ass and thong.
4: You met Rob Liefeld. I can't, I can't really argue with you doing anything cosplay now. (laughs) Like, all right, well. He was I've, right about Life Elzo. So. Well,
2: I have I've already figured some some things out to like kind of like improve this this cosplay so uh-huh. that way you know I can kind of upkeep the character a little bit. Um no, I don't so yeah, I mean I'll be uh I'll be I'll be doing that character again in the future. Gotcha. But it was super awesome. <laughs> All the
4: cosplay that we saw, all the vendors that we saw. Like I was just thinking back to Friday night, uh-huh. and you and me and Thick and Ray walking around and just seeing all these different vendors. But dude, the artist Sally,
3: yeah, was great.
4: You guys were going nuts. Oh, we had so much fun, man. If if Deadpool wasn't a theme this weekend, it would be Golden Girls. Golden be Girls. Next- oh my God, the amount of theme. Golden
2: Girls merch that we found. Because that's always been a problem for me. Anytime that I go to a con, yeah, uh, I don't see enough golden girls merch we like, got a
3: whole booth almost
2: yeah and, and i make suggestions to a lot of artists like you should do golden girls i'm like oh my god that's genius i should do golden girls and it's kind of like the amount of artists that i talk to that are like agree that they should do golden girls and i just never see them at cons this time like we kind of like we we saw a lot of places that had golden girls merch but specifically what were they called Hunty, hunties yeah yeah hunties hunties was just nothing but golden girls merch and yeah. i was so excited about it yeah bags and
4: shirts yeah and keychains and posters
2: yeah. and everything yeah, it was yeah. Great. you know like so I bought uh, I bought two shirts off of them one for me one for Jack and the one I bought for myself is mostly for the cosplay right um, but then also they gave me a bag with it so I have like a Golden Girls tote right bag that was pretty awesome um, then also you know there was a um, across from Project Wish oh, the, the, you know because we were there supporting Project Wish for the most part uh-huh. <laughs> um, across from Project Wish they had a loot box um, the mystery box mystery box uh, like, like vendor, yeah. So, there were all kinds of different themes Star Wars, yeah, and Nintendo, and they and- had a Golden Girls one. So, I got Jackie a Golden Girls one, and uh, it was by one free at the moment. So, I got myself Star Wars one, there you go. Uh, which I'm probably gonna open on stream. So, I mean, not that would be tonight, good. but I'm probably gonna open it on stream, uh, so that way we can go through it on stream. I
4: like it, yeah. that's fun, yeah. You, I think all the vendors were talking to each other, yeah, and they were talking about your love for Golden Girls because. <laughs> We were literally, literally walking down an aisle and one of the vendors leans out and goes, hey, I got Golden Girls stuff.
2: And you're like, yes, I'll buy it. Okay, so the one that threw me off the most, uh, I guess the artist that does oblongs uh-huh, right, was, was there, right? And me and Aaron walk up to the uh, to his table and we're just like talking to each other. I'm like, oh, dude, this is like the oblongs. This is cool. And he goes, oh, you want to see something cool? Out of nowhere, busts out a Golden Girls oblong picture.
3: You're darn right he did. I, did
2: I I'm probably still out, uh, outside, yeah. but, but, like, but like, yeah, he he busts out this golden girls oblongs picture, and I was like, <laughs> The hell, how did you know? Yeah, out right? of nowhere, so I bought it immediately. And and Aaron goes, Uh, do you have another one? He goes, Of course, I have another one. Yeah. The one out for Aaron, I was like, This is amazing, <laughs> right? You guys are nuts on the golden girls, Just, it happened again. Jackie got me into the Golden Girls That's tough, stuff, right? Um, because I had never watched it before, Jackie. I, I knew that like Deadpool had an obsession with B. Arthur and all this other stuff. but I, just, well, I mean, who doesn't I, have an
3: obsession with B. Arthur? No.
2: I, I just never had the time because it's one of those shows where it, like, it went on for so long it was like, I just have to sit down and watch it and it's Jackie's go-to-sleep show. Ah. So where she would put it on to go to sleep to, I would just sit there and watch it. Right, And I have developed a unhealthy obsession with Golden Girls It's too. It holds up so well. Like
3: uh, most of the jokes hold up so well, and yeah. it was written really well. Oh, really? Was
2: uh, if you can't see it, that's all Golden Girls right there. All oh, that stuff Funko right Pops. there. I have Golden Girls Funko Pops. I have a Golden Girls Deadpool picture right there. Uh James got Jackie a Golden Girls uh, game, uh, the Funko, like Girls a Funko game. game. Yeah. Uh, so that's all right there. And then I have a whole bunch of other like Golden Girls merch that just can't fit on that thing right now.
4: Dude, the Golden Girls thing was infectious. Like by Saturday afternoon, like Ray and Angel were buying Golden Girls. Well, an-
2: Angel has an obsession. With Golden Girls too. Yeah. Now, what's funny is outside of all that, too, um, later on in the day, uh, we would run into people who would say like like I, I would bring things up and they would say uh, oh yeah no I heard there's a uh, there's, there's a uh, Deadpool dressed as a unicorn running around right now I was like yeah he's not running around anymore because it's me yeah right and just the the amount of vendors that I walked up to that would mention you know when I told them that I, I either like Deadpool a lot or uh, I was looking for Golden Girl stuff they um they would bring up like oh yeah there's a Deadpool as a unicorn somewhere and I'm just like oh yeah, no I'm I'm unicorn. Cool. Uh um, the costume off already. <laughs> so because when we were at
3: the, so we, we, we were at the creator booth and we saw the guy, he does this comic called Lightning Strike. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was really cool. You bought a couple of the, of his comic and I followed him when we were there. At, I followed his Instagram and then I saw. On, oh, uh, you know, I didn't get his name. I saw. So and now I'm following on Instagram and today I was looking nice. through, I was scrolling through. I'm like, oh, he posts some stuff. And then I scroll through and then there's a video of me and Phil going Lightning Strike, Lightning Strike, Lightning Strike. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right
2: uh I I reposted that on our um on our Instagram story oh that's that's awesome yeah but yeah no he uh he he posted the video of me and Aaron saying lightning strike three times that's awesome yeah yeah
4: you you did uh so well like meeting all the artists and yeah. the, and uh creators and whatnot
2: yeah and I hope Marcus comes on the show man like yeah. I mean uh, uh I'm, I'm gonna invite him on the show uh same thing there, there was a couple of different artists that we met that I am excited yeah to I was invite ec- on the show
3: I was excited to see all all the artists I'm not like I'm, I'm not not into the whole cosplay community and i know there are some people that got a little starstruck when from the guy with cosplayers
4: ears on right now i don't know what you're talking about
3: Okay, oh, and least, uh, yeah but that whole community like that whole thing like the cosplay and the cosplay fans is like is it's really new to me and i don't i'm not big into it but it's it's in, it's interesting to see like the fans of cosplayers you oh know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. It, it's like a whole different sub genre of nerd in this right. community and i'm just like yeah it's, it's interesting it
2: was interesting to see I mean like I know a couple of like celebrity cosplayers like as far as like ones that I can recognize one of them was there Ivy Doom Kitty mm-hmm. but like seeing Ray and how he like he was following like uh, a bunch of cosplayers and there were a couple celebrity cosplayers that were at LACC but weren't like didn't have booths mm-hmm. but he was, like, literally looking for these celebrity cosplayers to get pictures with them oh, wow. and I was just like wow he follows them like that Wow. Yeah. I, I mean I, I thought that was dope because I mean you know there are like hardcore celebrity cosplayers like that there are people who make their living just doing nothing but cosplay. Right, right. You know, and and I think that's such a cool thing to be able to just go to, like, you live your life going to cons, creating right. costumes, and getting paid to do that.
4: Yeah, you know, you got, um, you were a little starstruck when you saw Rob Liefeld,
2: but then... Yeah. with Rob Liefeld, I was probably less starstruck when I met Rob Liefeld than I was when I met Ivy Doom Kitty.
4: Yeah, we Ivy Doom Kitty had a booth right there on, like...
2: You're like, I don't want to go right
4: now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, do you want to say hi? She's right there. You're like, no, I don't want
2: to say hi. But see, again, part of it was also, because <laughs> I'm not thing, ready. No, no. The thing with Ivy Doom Kitty was I didn't want to come off as like a as like a fanboy because she like she talks about it like candidly on her Instagram um, that she I'm, has stalkers. I'm a,
3: I'm gonna spoiler alert you, but everybody that
2: goes up to her is a fanboy. Everybody. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, it, it, yeah. I I, I the, the other thing too being like you know, and and you know, spoiler alert. I invited her on the show, and she seems like she wants to come on, like to your house kind
4: no, of thing. No, oh, no, no, no. Okay.
2: I invited her to come on the live stream I but I mean like you know like like I, I legitimately you know I I, I want to interview more cosplayers because yeah. again like this whole conversation yeah. we're having right now how interesting it is mm-hmm. right. to be a cosplayer and make your living cosplaying She is the perfect example of that because she's probably one of the more famous cosplayers that are out yeah. there you know so it's like Ivy Doom Kitty is like a really good person to come yeah. on stream to talk about that type of lifestyle mm-hmm. and how you get along yeah. you know um, being a cosplayer for a living I'm sure there's a ton of creepers out
4: there yeah. you know to be you know leery of yeah but like i'm sure there's um tens of hundreds or thousands more of just fans that yeah. appreciate who she is what she does yeah you know like what we're talking about fans of cosplayers so whether it's male or female so mm-hmm. you know go, go say hi go say yeah. hi to
2: your favorite cosplayers or or how about that namor cosplayer i thought it was i thought it was uh um aquaman uh-huh. but then when i saw his instagram he actually he's actually namor right right but it's like how about that namor the subman oh me and
3: james saw an really? aquaman we
2: saw sexy Aquaman with no, no that's what I'm talking in. about so uh when, when I looked up his Instagram he's actually not Aquaman he's Namor the Submariner right but still the dude is ripped yeah you know and he just basically his cosplay is walking around with his abs out so it's like hey let everybody look at my abs they are right. deliciously perfect yeah
3: he's he's <laughs> not eating cookies before the show
2: oh he definitely isn't eating
3: cookies before the show <laughs> I mean his butt wasn't too bad either I'm just saying
2: yeah he does a lot of squats I
3: could tell it was Namor by his ass yeah. yes
4: yeah not Aquaman yeah. definitely Namor
2: yeah. has a better ass than, than Aquaman yeah he's more twinkish oh, okay gotcha but anyway
4: no it was good it was uh so much fun i'm trying to think all the
3: panels were like super fun john mm-hmm. um, Carlos esposito was awesome yeah i was that telling was, i was great yeah. i was telling mariah we were at the we were at the star wars the mandalorian panel with the uh, Carlos esposito and what's her face what's right went. thank you and i was like that was a lot of people and then the next panel was my hero academia which i don't know i know it's the anime but i don't know yeah. much about it and that one got even more of a crowd
2: yeah 90 percent of the co- Plays you didn't recognize at that show oh, was from my anyway. hero academia well yeah, let, anyway. let's let's set the stage mm. <laughs> so to speak Hey-o. because the, the main stage was on the exhibit
4: floor yeah which usually you know most cons have it separated but the main stage was on the exhibit floor kind of um set to the side but in the middle yeah so um every time there was like a big panel it felt like it felt like a concert yeah oh, yeah because it was just people kind of pushing
2: towards the stage yeah
4: slowly like weaving in you know in and out of each other and then all of a sudden it was just like, oh my God, here's Giancarlo Esposito and everybody goes crazy. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then the John Leguizamo one was really good too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw, but John Leguizamo and Rob Liefeld uh, took a picture together. I didn't see that one. Yeah. So, and, and it was Rob Liefeld just basically talking about his new comic and how awesome his new comic is. Nice. Right. And it's like, okay, so you, now we have Rob Liefeld, the guy who created one of my all-time favorite characters, plus other characters that I completely love. Like, he created Cable, he created um uh, Domino, he created Prophet. I mean, he's like a lot of the characters that are out there that I just complete love, mm-hmm. uh, Rob Liefeld created, right? Uh, but then you take a step further, you have John Leguizamo, who's a dude who seriously pushes the boundaries of their my culture can be like it within all that and then on top of that is a dude who's a deeply just crazy nerd that a lot of people don't realize like he played clown in spawn man yeah you know and and (laughs) and just like all the nerdy things that he's done actually if if you go back and watch that movie the pest it like really shows how much of a nerd he is right you know so it's like i love that john leguizamo you know (laughs) writing a comic is like that's pretty awesome
3: and yes we saw so many squid game cosplay oh yeah and we were right next to the booth with dancing squid game girls yeah, yeah yeah and guys but yeah, mostly girls mostly girls
4: yeah that was fun yeah i i, I got sucked up into it I, I, the first day the very first thing i did was like like i'm not gonna buy anything maybe if i find like a phone no. pop i like i'm gonna get it yeah no other than that i'm not buying anything i don't first anything. thing you buy I, I just blacked out next thing you know i have a, a <laughs> purchased out. squid game mask in my hand <laughs> yeah and i look at aaron and he has one too i'm like dude, oh did, nope
3: i did not have one no, I, I didn't buy one, one. i bought one. Ray, no, ray, ray bought one ray bought ray one ray and you bought one
4: that's right. I don't know why I bought it,
2: but I bought it. Well, now you can walk around as the uh, Squid Game guy. Exactly. Maybe you should go as Squid Game Deadpool. You can put the. So that's what the dude was. Uh, one of the guys on stage uh-huh. was uh, he. He got the um, the uh, not the, the it was the, the the main guy's mask of like actual face, oh, face
3: Right. Right. Right.
4: Oh, okay. Got it. Got
2: and it and he painted it as Deadpool. And I didn't realize until after I went back and watched the video again that that's what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be the guy from Squid Game, but as Deadpool. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So many people were at this con. Yeah. Oh, my God. The amount of people at this con were ridiculous, man. Like, I was not expecting it to be this. Did this you big. talk
3: about the comedy show on Friday yet?
2: No, no, we haven't yet. Was that Friday or Saturday? I was
3: on it Friday. Was, it was Friday. And I thought it was like, so there's a few people that I knew, a few people I didn't know. Uh, Adam Ray, I, we posted, I posted Adam Ray's uh, set and Trevor Wallace's set on our, on the Facebook page. And I think it was funny, the same, the same, in the same couple days, uh, Adam Ray was at, was at our Comic-Con doing stand-up. And then he did a podcast. And it was him and Sandra Bullock. I'm like, what? So weird. And it was actually really interesting. His podcast was Sandra Bullock.
4: Oh wow, it was, yeah, it was good. That's pretty funny. I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds actually pretty cool. Yeah, but the, all the comedians were super strong.
3: Not all of them. Not all of them. The first seven. The gay one in the in the Green Lantern costume was great. Oh, he was hella he was great.
4: Funny. I actually saw him the next day. I he, saw him
2: running around the con a few and times. I, and I
4: came up. I went up to him. And I was like, hey man, that set was amazing. He's like, oh my god, thank you so much for saying that. He's like, super nice about it. Yeah,
2: no, he was super. Super funny. Yeah. What was his name? I
4: can't remember his name. <sighs> was it King? Something King? No, no I don't no. remember. Yeah, no. He <laughs>
2: was he was stupid funny. Super uh, good though. Super good. There was one. I'm I'm forgetting her name, but she was actually probably one of the more famous comedians, and she was bombing hard. But it was just because the material that she was putting up was just it, it wasn't the right place. So fun fact. Right
4: before we went to the comedy panel, mm-hmm. Young Phil let us know that he's never been to a comedy show. Oh yeah, That's
2: insane. Yeah, and I heckled, and he heckled. I I heckled, but it was more so because she was asking me a question. You're just the worst. No, like like she she seriously <laughs> asked me a question. I'm not am I not supposed to answer a question mm-hmm. when she asked me? Because she asked me specifically. Yeah. Right. And then she started talking about how, oh yeah, well, that's not gonna get you laid. Right. And it was just like at that point, it's like, oh, so you're just gonna talk shit to me and I'm supposed to say nothing. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And I get it. She's trying to get it, she's trying to get that rise and she's trying to and she's thinking that she's gonna clown on me and and, and be funny. Right. And the, the, the host was the really good. I don't I, oh, I don't yeah.
3: remember the host's name, but he was in the he was in the Ape the the, the, the robe world. and the and the, yeah. and the bath towel. Yeah.
2: Well, I was gonna say like it it wasn't me that made like the killing joke. It was that autistic kid that was standing next to me that just clowned on her. Boy, you know what? You know what gets me
3: the most uncomfortable and fidgety is look. I'll I'll say it because I don't care. Is the autistic kids at Comic Con? They're just they're just super great. They they just make me feel real weird inside, <laughs> and I don't know how to interact because it's a positive
2: outlet for them though, you know. And that's that's the whole. I, thing I know. About, yeah. I I know i you got know.
3: stuck in a conversation for like an hour and a half at a, at a comic-con and it, yeah. was, it was rough
2: that uh that it was the kid that was dressed like gengar yeah. from pokemon from oh pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah he was just all in purple talking so much shit to her. yeah <laughs> but like, i mean okay you, so that's the thing but so, it's like you, you go you go to a comic-con and you're a comedian at a comic-con and you start talking about how lame nerds are right okay And you start talking about how like oh yeah well you know you know what makes you lame is you 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 want to wear a superman shirt and i'm like this is the wrong place Place to be making fun of nerds. Like I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But but, but, but so, there, so here's the thing is some
3: real. some comedians did that and they did it good. You know right. what I mean? Like you can tell some of them did some research on like like comic characters and different things, yeah, to kind of prepare. And then there was some of them, like the girl that was just like, you know
2: what, all you guys are nerds and are stupid, basically.
3: Yeah. And I'm like, there's a different way to like there's other people that did this right. Right. And, that's and it the was funny. Like,
2: because the thing is, is a lot of those people who are making fun of nerds also related to us and started talking about. About how nerdy they were, right? So, the thing is, is that like, you know, if, if it's like I'm a nerd and I'm gonna make fun of nerds, that's fine. But when you're somebody who is clearly elitist and is not into anything nerdy right. and you just took the set because it was a set and you start making fun of nerds and you clearly are not a nerd, that, that's just not, yeah, that's not cool, dude.
4: What, what I noticed about her is, um, she didn't really have uh jokes ready, like she didn't have a set, so she was yeah. gonna work some stuff out, and, and I think so, that's what
2: it was. Is she, I, I think it was more so, she didn't care if she bombed, she was trying new material
4: and yeah and she was going to do some crowd work yeah except this was a very specific crowd that definitely wasn't her crowd right
2: and then she tried yeah. to clown on me and i clowned on her back yeah. so it was just kind of like yeah it's kind of like you're, you're not very good at your job I, I wanted to say that but i didn't yeah
4: <laughs> what up g how's it going buddy long time no hear from Hope so you're dude doing well. we're By almost way, an hour wait, hold, in hold on hold on uh jester g what's up buddy so we were talking about la comic con Um, uh, we were talking about comedians and cosplayers and comic book artists there were also some wrestlers there a crap ton of wrestlers oh, yeah. Yeah, brother. And a ton of vendors had amazing stuff <laughs> amazing stuff so i saw
2: like, like just of all the people there though like if we're going to talk especially because he's mostly wwe yeah uh
4: yeah i'm only talking to, to garland right now i'm just saying <laughs> what's
2: up buddy i'm just saying uh valentine was there
4: yeah greg the hammer valentine was there selling uh autographs mm-hmm. we met actually you gotta reach out to her again we met um somebody from glow the original yeah the original
2: glow yeah not the uh had, not, had, not the netflix show but the had netflix. big
3: Gripes about not being in the show. Yeah, yeah. Woo, yeah, so um, with-
4: we might get her on the show to uh, to talk to us about that, mm-hmm. which would be interesting. Who else was it? Heath Slater, former WWE star? Was wait, there. Heath-, Heath Slater was there? Yeah, he was by uh, something else. Heath, Nolan? how did I miss that? Yeah, he was. He was kind of over by where like all the horror vendors were. He has kids. <laughs> he, ha- <laughs> he has kids. <laughs> Maybe his kids were there. Like yeah, they could have been. Yeah, so uh, he was there. Uh, Jay White from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. New Japan had a booth there and uh, Jay White was signing. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, Club. New Japan had a lot. Got me an official Bullet Club shirt. I saw um, Danny Limelight, also from New Japan, was there. That was great. Danny Limelight's picture is the best. Yes. So guys, I got, um, <laughs> sorry,
3: ahead. I'm uh, I'm gonna have to bounce out. I'm sorry, guys. I'm glad I could stop by. No, yeah. Uh, but yeah, a little hectic in here. So uh, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> sorry. Hey. All good, bro. All right. Bye, guys. Uh, Bye, yeah. everybody. Uh, but it was um, it was cool. Like Danny Limelight from New Japan
4: was there. Super cool. Totally laid back. He's a big nerd himself. Yeah. Like he has a tattoo over his heart. So his picture is him fighting uh john moxley yeah and you see Danny limelight's chest and his he has a, a tattoo over his heart that says i am groot <laughs> oh, i didn't notice that yeah it's super cool
2: yeah but i mean like the fact that the picture he was giving out for with, with his autograph yeah was him hitting John with, kneeing john moxley in the face yeah that was great <laughs> oh, oh i thought that was great man he was so cool so cool yeah so
4: uh new Japan was there um some good wrestling collectible um vendors were there it was yeah, great it, yeah and and I talked to a bunch of uh, cool wrestling fans. Like even we haven't even talked about Project Wish yet, but in Sid Croft, but there was a fan of Sid Croft who happened to be a big time wrestling fan.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Who, yeah.
4: We were waiting for Sid Croft for like 40 minutes right after his panel mm-hmm. and me and Fernando shout out to Fernando. Uh, We sat there and just chopped it up with wrestling talk for like 40 minutes. It was great. Yeah. Uh, I almost invited him to our little wrestling chat. Cause I'm like, dude, this is great. You have so many good points. I should have, you should have, should have. But anyway, yeah, it was good. Wrestling yeah, fans. Fernando,
2: if you're watching, yeah you know hit us up so well, we can add you to the wrestling chat exactly exactly
4: Dude, we haven't even talked about like project wish so shout out to project wish upon a star yeah who they invited us down we ended up getting press passes but they invited us down we ended up helping out at the booth mm-hmm. um it was an amazing con for them yeah they had a brand new um project hero so their project hero program is they take a a young child who typically has special needs or um a cancer patient yeah they usually
2: um, terminal illness of some kind exactly
4: mm-hmm. and they give them the kind of vip once in a lifetime comic con experience so they took rachel around the con all kinds of different vendors she got all kinds of cool stuff autographs that sort of thing
2: yeah um, we behind, haven't even gotten to the coolest one
4: yeah behind the scenes stuff um so she met a lot of people had a really good time and um she's a little i think she's a little anxious when it comes to crowds and whatnot yeah but she was having such a good time that she just stuck around the entire the entire time actually yeah. now i'm thinking about it she was there like the entire time
2: yeah uh her her tailor-made custom copy Costume was
4: yes dope. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to Noelle Cosplay
2: for kind of hooking that up. Oh, was that, that Noel
4: that, that set that up? Yeah, Noelle's guy ended up making the costume. Nice. The Black Widow costume. Nice. So yeah, she was super happy about it Yeah.
2: That. No, she 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 killed it in that costume. Like she she yeah. legitimately looked badass.
4: Yeah. So Project Wish was was um taking her around, having a good time. Project Wish was super busy. They had um Star the Cow there. Star the Cow is their um their her, mascot. Yeah, their
2: mascot. Huge like like six foot long, uh, a life-size cow statue, <laughs> life-size statue of a cow that people are signing. Yeah. Now they, they've been getting it signed for years, like, yeah. you know, Stan Lee signed it. Uh, a couple celebrities at the con signed it. So like Benedict, uh, Benedict Wong, Wong signed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Barrowman signed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one that is probably the biggest, yeah. right? Right on the utter, like in the taint area. Yeah. Zachary Levi. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: Now, not only, and I had to bring up Zachary Levi because Z- shout out to Zachary Levi. Levi. He's never going to watch our show, but I mean, shout out to Zachary Levi. Uh, He set time aside while he was signing autographs to meet up with Rachel. And I thought that that was awesome. Yeah. Right. Like he's
4: he's making money. Yeah. Hand over fist for these autographs and whatnot and uh, pictures and whatnot. Yeah. And he stopped it just so he can come talk to Rachel and Project Wish Upon a Star. Yeah. Now his great.
2: handler kind of like, you know, shunned us and she was like, hey, no taking pictures. Don't take right. pictures. And I, I ended up still getting a crap ton of pictures. But I mean, like he literally like he stops this this signing that he's doing and then walks over sits on the ground and just starts talking to her right right and it's just like nothing official he's he's got nothing to talk about they just start talking Mm -hmm. right and they start talking about science and he notices that her jacket has uh has a nasa patch on it which was given to her by an astronaut right and he starts talking about like science and he starts talking about evolution and they start having this conversation this really engaging conversation Mm -hmm. and it was so awesome now funny enough we you know we got me and James got in trouble for taking pictures and Videos because they were like oh yeah we're not paying For it so you can't take pictures and as He's getting up he goes you guys want to take a picture Yeah We're like, uh yeah. Yeah. And and you can just see the frustration on his handler's face. <laughs> she just walks away because yeah. he's just like, Nope, take a picture. Cause she's, yeah. she's 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 a freaking cancer patient, yeah. dude. Like, you know, I, I get it. Your job is to make sure that he's making money, but at the same time, like he's doing a charity, man. Like, let him do what he let him do what he does. Yeah, he was great. He was great. Yeah. And
4: she was just doing her job. The, yeah, the she handle. was. Yeah, like, and that's so. why
2: we didn't get mad that that she did what she did. Cause I understand she's she's working. This is her job is to keep him doing what he's supposed to be doing, but like yeah. Yeah no uh she obviously uh, he he obviously frustrates her because you could tell he does what he wants and she's more like well you need to do this and he's like yeah cool i'll get to it yeah <laughs> But he was like super cool, man. Like just the coolest dude ever. Um, the 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 way that he interacted with her gave me more respect for him mm-hmm. because it shows me that he's not like putting on an act when he seems like he's super cool. Like he's actually that cool. Yeah, so you know? laid back. Yeah, right. So I mean, like you know, and, yeah.
4: And the music was playing. And he was keeping everybody excited because uh, there was long, long lines. Yeah, long lines. But he was giving everybody like like their chunk of time and attention span. It yeah. was
2: great, and so everybody was getting getting hyped yeah I, I love that he actually introduced himself to every band that walked up yeah so it wasn't like a hey yeah how you doing like people will walk up and like hi he goes oh what's up man i'm zach you yeah. know and and just like he, like you know he's zachary levi right but he's going like yo what's up man i'm zach yeah you know how you doing how's your night going how do you like the con right and he's like being interactive with every fan and that is something that that's something that people remember mm-hmm. right they'll remember that i met zachary levi he introduced himself and he actually had an engaging conversation with me even even though it was only like 10 seconds
4: i am i'm gonna remember uh zachary levi because we sang together yeah <laughs> in between uh autographs you know people walking back and forth yeah he would just start dancing singing songs and then like whenever there'd be like um, a song everybody should know he would stop in the middle of a signing and just make let's everybody sing yeah you you got what i need
2: I thought it was funny that when that it song so started, funny. like the, the music started, he goes, Oh, you he goes, he goes, You guys are all too young for this. You know, nobody here's gonna know this one. And then yeah. we all start singing it and he just started laughing. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was good times. Yeah. Like he he's legitimately probably one of the cooler people I've seen. One of the nicest
4: guys in Hollywood. Oh, right yeah, yeah. 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 So speaking of Hollywood, when um when we weren't hanging out with Zachary Levi or <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum or Benedict Wong in the in the green room, actually,
2: Michael Rosenbaum was probably the most laid back conversation that I had yeah with anybody there because he was talking about how much he loves the Rangers yeah he was very very yeah. just chilling yeah. on the floor yeah by the way yes people we met Lex Luthor yes we, we <laughs> I saw Luthor. Benedict Wong but I didn't I didn't actually get to talk
4: I had to verify it I'm like I don't know if that was no it was him Him. and then I went back and looked and I'm like that's him
2: it, it was him Tim was like hey 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 don't bother him in the room. yeah you know that, that, that that's why like the conversation with Michael Rosenbaum wasn't a oh dude you're Michael Rosenbaum did you like the like we didn't do anything like that it was literally just having a conversation because yeah. he was there yeah you know and it was like oh dude what are you watching He's like, oh I'm checking out the Rangers game
4: oh that's kind of cool that's why I had to go back and look at Benedict Wong because I'm like we just walked like a foot away from him
2: you know and we, we none of us noticed it I, I noticed it was him and I walked up to Tim I was like is that Benedict Wong oh I didn't notice Yeah, it. and he was like yeah 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 and, and uh, when you turned around and started walking towards him uh, Tim was like no no don't approach him <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I wasn't gonna say anything. bunch of bunch of amateurs. We just I'm gonna make say sure something in the green room. No, that's why I walked back over to uh, Darren at the table just to be like, "Okay, what are we doing?" Yes, okay. And then I look back and like, "Oh, that has a dick long. Yeah. Okay, cool. But we haven't even got to Project Wish, and they had Hollywood royalty. Oh yeah. At their booth all weekend long with Sid
2: Croft, who was way funnier than I was expecting him to be. Mm-hmm. Um. So y- you you had to go and handle the 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 booth, right? But me and Aaron went up and uh and like you know video recorded the 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 whole thing and i got a bunch of pictures and everything mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm.
2: So, oh his panel his panel yeah that's right dude he's so funny mm. he, he he was making jokes about like if he didn't make children's tv he'd be making porn <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's 92. He can do whatever he wants. Now. He was super funny though. Not that he used to do porn, but I'm just saying
4: he can say or do whatever he wants because he's 92.
2: But then like he kept, uh, you you know he understands comedy because he kept doing callbacks to the to the porn joke, Ugh. right? So like he that the porn joke was like at the beginning of uh, of the panel, and then like halfway through he makes like another porn joke, and it was like super funny. That's
4: that's awesome. Yeah, he was dude. He's 92 years old, mm-hmm. and he's he was there the entire con, all three days. Mm-hmm. Signed it was crazy yeah and uh the whole booth so project wish um project wish upon a star was helped founded by stan lee right and stan lee um helped create la comic-con it was actually a different name before it became la comic-con yeah but he carries that history so stan lee is very important to project wish and very important to la comic-con right project Wish always has like a huge incredible booth every year at la comic-con and this booth was all dedicated to sid broft and his like work his yeah. like life's work of these various tv shows and if you don't know Sid Croft, Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah. They, they created a bunch of different shows like uh, mid 70s. I kind of want to say psychedelic, but like sci fi shows and, and just kind of fantasy shows just right. out there. Right. So like Land of the Lost, they created Land of the Lost. They created H.R. Puffin stuff. Yeah. They've created variety shows with like the Brady Bunch kids on it. it, it so they've done so many things. And they and so he's kind of like this uh, Stan Lee of like this mid 70s TV culture. Right. So, it's like if you don't know who Sid Croft was, you're like, oh, it's okay. So, it's somebody signing. I see it. Okay, great. But if you know his work, and a lot of people walking by ended up like, oh my God, is that Sid Croft? Right. And people were just going nuts.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, even, even like someone like me, right? Like I grew up right. watching more reruns of his shows, right? So, like The Land of the Lost and HR Puff and stuff and things like that. Like those are shows that I grew up watching, right? And it's like, even if you don't know who Sid Croft is, you mm-hmm. know his work, you know his legacy. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys, right? He's one of those dudes where, like, if you don't know who he is, you know the work, mm-hmm. um, and that's where you—it's enough to be excited for, him, right? You know, um, yeah. It, It's—it it, was—it was awesome seeing him. It's awesome seeing how vibrant he still is, right? Right? You know, and just the the the, the love for the things that he does, the yeah. love, his love for his fans, yeah. You know, it's Sid. Sid was awesome, man. Just, yeah, yeah.
4: I I keep thinking about it. I'm like, in a weird way, it's like if you're super into that niche, he was very much like the Stanley of that niche. Or like oh, yeah. the Gene Roddenberry of that that niche. You know, yeah. like that. Oh, um, him and Jim Henson. Jim Henson. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, like, well, them and Jim Henson. Because yeah. it was Sid and Marty. Yes, yeah, Sid and Marty so, Croft. So, like, like, Sid and Marty Croft and Jim Henson were basically, like, when you when you get into that arena of just kind of very, not really psychedelic is not the word I'm looking for, but very, like, innovative. Yeah. Uh, like puppetry. Yes. You know, like, it was them that were really the ones that kind of paved that way for those kind of things.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it was really cool. They even had uh, stars from Land of the Lost. Oh, yeah. Signing at the booth, too. So, I mean. Minus
2: Wesley Ewer, which shout out to Wesley Ewer, dude. That that, that guy. I, yeah. I, I would have loved to see him again. I haven't seen him since WonderCon 2019. Yeah, so it's been a couple of years. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, he is a seriously funny guy. But we had the other two kids
4: there, Phil and Kathy. And
2: Kathy. So, yeah.
4: aka Holly and Chaka right. from Land of the Lost were there. That was awesome. Right, right, right. Signing. People were going nuts. It's like they stopped. People would walk by because I was there at the booth. Mm-hmm. And then we had a sleaze stack there, too. And we had a sleeve stack, so people would walk by and they're like, "Oh my god, is that the land of the lost kids?" And they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's crazy!" I
2: remember somebody was—I uh, I don't remember was somebody you were talking to—and uh-huh. um, you were telling them about like, "Oh yeah, Kathleen's here," and they're like, "Oh my god, she's here!" And it was like, "Yeah," and you remember Chaka, and they're like, "Chaka, the little hairy dude? Yeah, he's here too." And like, "Oh my god, that's Chaka!" Like, it's just how excited people would <laughs> yeah. be getting. You know? And they're like,
4: "Is—is is he still short?" And like, "He's an adult now."
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, he was a child when he played the character. I know, right? I'm like, I'm short, I could play Chaka. <laughs> Let's do it. But I'm like, oh, by the
4: way, there's there's Sid Croft as well. Right. It's like going crazy and be like, oh my God, there's um Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford and you know Carrie yeah. Fisher. Like, and yeah. oh, by the way, that's George
2: Lucas right there. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like that. It, it's exactly what it was.
4: So it it was really cool seeing everybody nerd out over Sid Croft yeah. and everything. So yeah, it was it was great. Yeah. I wanted to get a Funko pop. Man, I should
2: have done it. Yeah. I mean that he had a couple of his characters there. There was there was a booth that was supplying him with pops. Oh, was there? Yeah. Um, there was a booth that was that, I guess they had a whole bunch of, um, just pops from, from various shows mm-hmm. that he had. And they, and they had like a box of like different pops with all his pops. And they started bringing them over for him to sign and sell.
4: Oh, got it. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. I saw, um, a like commemorative slee stack. It was like a hundred dollars at, oh at the, um, booths. I should have bought that and had him sign that.
2: Yeah, I know. Right.
4: But I didn't, but I should have, but I did. Yeah.
2: So what are we hour and 15 minutes in and we still haven't started the download. Oh, there's news. Yeah. you got news. Uh, We've got news. So uh, real quick. But so we spent this entire time talking about our amazing time at LA Comic-Con. Uh, but we do have a little bit of news this week. So, I mean, you know, let's uh, let's go ahead and bring up uh, what we've got this week.
4: Yeah. And don't forget, Facebook group, the Distance Nerdington Post. Go check out the trailers. So, there's a couple of trailers right. that came out. So, make sure you go check those out. Um, and, and they're all there in the Distance Nerdington Post. Which even though we were busy all weekend, we tried to make sure to yeah. post, post things. I think, um, yeah, Vic did it. The new... Um, it's not Into the Spider-Verse. The new Spider-Man
2: animated um, trailer? Oh, uh, Across the Spider-Verse.
4: Across the... Sp- Thank you.
2: Yeah, across yeah. the Spider-Verse. So there's a
4: new trailer. And w-
2: they called it part one. Um, So they said that they're going to be splitting up the next movie into two movies. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm.
4: So that's out there. And that was really cool. Yeah. If you're into Spider-Man, it's getting deep cuts. It's going Spider-Man 2099 and whatnot. Anyway, oh, yeah. it's
2: all there. Distance,
4: no reason, post, Facebook group. Go we'll get it. But anyway, back to uh, back to the news. Because it's almost time to take the red pill. We got a oh. teaser yeah. for The Matrix Awakens. So not matrix Resurrections, but matrix awakens right an unreal engine 5 experience
2: yeah so i didn't get a chance to watch this mm-hmm. uh i just saw this this morning mm-hmm. uh, but i've been meaning to go and download it because it is supposed to be on xbox series x yeah right? yeah so I gotta, I gotta check it out so this is a
4: interactive tech demo being released on playstation 5 uh, xbox um i guess all the different xbox the series x
2: and s yeah mm-hmm. so explain to me what um unreal engine is right it's a gaming so gaming engines basically are kind of like how you build environments in games Mm -hmm. uh so like the unreal engine is probably one of the more popular ones you they tend it tends to run in the background of almost every game uh it's kind of like what it's like the base code that you build your world on Mm -hmm. right and most open world games use the unreal engine got it right um unreal it's called the unreal engine because uh originally back in the day there was a game called unreal tournament right uh and the engine that they use, they built that engine from scratch, that's the engine that kind of every game now piggybacks on. Got it. Uh, and now they're up to the fifth version of the of the engine.
4: And that was like a first-person shooter type thing, like yeah. an, an arena type thing. Right. It was I one of the that.
2: first like arena uh, shooters. It's yeah. actually the game that uh, the, the more popular Counter-Strike mm-hmm. uh, that Counter-Strike is built on. Got it's it, built on it. the Unreal Engine. It was the first game built on the Unreal Engine. It's actually Counter-Strike's actually made by the same company. Got it. That mm-hmm. makes
4: sense. That makes sense. So, you know, like, okay, so we're getting a a, a matrix game right but i think peeling back the layers there's a little bit more to it because they tried this before right like with a matrix game um I'm trying to think of the name of it
2: uh enter the matrix enter
4: the matrix there mm-hmm. it is um for like playstation 2 that yeah, was in the on day.
2: ps2 xbox the original xbox and then and on the gamecube
4: yeah and it tied into like i think it got released before mate or before matrix reloaded right but it tied into the whole matrix universe so yeah because like little you, bits of the game
2: you played as um what's her name it's uh Jada Pinkett's character.
4: I, yeah, I can't think of a yeah, name right
2: now. Um, but you played as her character and it was basically the events leading up to Matrix mm-hmm. Reloaded.
4: But it was all like canon. Yeah. yeah. So it was like um, live action sequences. Yeah,
2: it's the same thing with Animatrix. The Animatrix yeah. was also yes, canon that was supposed to be stuff in between the movie.
4: Yeah, so you can go get some of the new Matrix stuff right now from Matrix Awakens. Yeah,
2: because the, the Matrix was probably one of the first franchises that tried to play with like cross genre stuff. Yeah. Where it's like, here's a game that ties into the movie. That ties into the comic books, that ties into this cartoon. Right. You know, like they were the first ones to do all that. Right. You know, and, so like
4: and get deep into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: You know, they 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 did these pretty hardcore crossovers. Mm-hmm. Like Star Wars is doing that now.
4: Now they are, yeah. Yeah,
2: you know, like where Star Wars has these games that tie into the actual Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. But Matrix was the first ones to do that.
4: I know. Pretty cool, pretty cool. So I think you can down yeah, uh, you can download the Matrix Awakens, I think right now okay. and go check out some of the I don't know if it's just movies or clips. Or I don't know if you can actually play it, but. going to download it right now. Look at you go. From your phone?
2: Yeah. About the Xboxes, you can pretty much. I, I can I can say download and it'll turn on my Xbox and download it for me. Wow. that's <laughs> pretty badass. That's next level right there. Yeah. Watch. It's going to turn the music off.
4: I, I thought it was cool that I could control my thermostat from my phone. Shout out to Young Phil for, right. for hooking that up. <laughs> but you're downloading from your Xbox. What's it that's called? Awesome. It's
2: called Matrix. Awakens. Awakens.
4: An Unreal Engine 5 experience.
2: Right there. The Matrix Awakens. An Unreal 5 experience. See, mm-hmm. watch, so I'll show you guys real quick, right? So I'm opening that up and see right there, it says download the console. Uh huh. Can, can you see that on screen? Because I can't.
4: Oh, you want me to go look at the screen? I was just looking at it. Yeah, I can see yeah, it. Yeah, you go can ahead. see
2: that, right? So I can tap that right there and then tell it to download it on my Xbox, install to this console. And now it's downloading the game on my Xbox. You're so fancy. It's pretty badass. You're so, so fancy. <laughs> game sold separately, ISP fees me. Okay. Speaking of a fancy, low. yeah.
4: Get the distance nerding jet ready because we're oh. going to Egypt. What? Huh? I know. Weird, weird segue. But yeah, kind of. The, yeah, that's what we got to deal with. Mm-hmm. So the Falcon and Winter Soldier director, Kari Skoglund, okay. is back in the director's chair for an upcoming Paramount movie, Cleopatra, starring Gal Gadot. Who
2: else was supposed to be in so, this? There was supposed to be somebody else attached yes, to
4: Yes, exactly. So it's like, okay, whatever, that's great. So she's in a new movie. Falcon and Winter Soldier director, great. It was supposed to be um, Patty Jenkins oh, that was supposed it to direct this. Yeah. And keep in mind, Patty Jenkins was supposed to do Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Yeah. But she cited like... Oh, conflicts in you know projects. Uh, Cleopatra, Cleopatra with Gal Gadot is one of the movies that I'm I signed up for, so we're gonna have to pause Rogue Squadron, right? Yeah, but then now she's not doing Cleopatra. Exactly. So there's some there's some tea being spilled. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something going on behind the scenes, and we talked about this. That like, why do uh, Star Wars directors keep getting announced and then leaving? Right. So I don't know. And she said it was uh, because of project conflicts and she cited you know cleopatra but now she's not attached to cleopatra does that mean we're getting rogue one from patty jenkins
2: Rogue squadron oh, um, Rogue squadron i don't know it sounds like there's trouble in paradise right yeah
4: that's a weird one that's as soon as i saw this i'm like mm, something's going on here yeah so i think it's either going to be good for rogue squadron or bad for rogue squadron meaning she's not going to be in cleopatra so she's going to be able to do rogue squadron sooner than expected or she's not going to be
2: doing rogue squadron at all yeah and hoping nobody notices even though we're noticing yeah that um that's that's interesting i'm checking. wondering I'm, I'm I'm wondering what's happening with uh with patty jenkins if there's any issues with patty jenkins in general i don't know because that's two films now that she's not attached to yeah and that worries me because she's a good director mm-hmm. but i guess she's still going to be producing it so something i've learned about uh learned about hollywood is a lot of times when you're kicked off a project mm-hmm. you're still attached as a producer oh yeah yeah, yeah. um so because
4: you're still getting some kind of credit right because maybe you're a part of say the writing room or i or something right. like that. So
2: that's why, like, that's why DC wants to like change all of their stuff is because almost everything that they're doing came from some type of writing floor that Zach, uh, Zack Snyder was a part of. Yeah. And that's why Zack Snyder is a producer on almost every DC movie. Oh. Right. Because they're all characters that came from his movies. Oh, and that's why DC has been trying to like disassociate themselves with Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. So that way they can kind of get him off as a producer. Like, it's, it's like he was talking about it in the stream that yeah when you get fired from something because you put work into it or because it's something that came out of your head mm-hmm. you still get put on as a producer interesting yeah
4: so I mean in a way it's good that must be from like um some kind of uh uh writer's room type thing or yeah. like the screen actors guild where you still get credit because you were part of like the creative process so yeah. in, a, in a way it's good in a, in a way it's really good yeah, yeah yeah but yeah so we'll see what happens with Rogue Squadron I hope it still happens whether it's Patty Jenkins or not but uh no date when Cleopatra will walk like an Egyptian into theaters. Huh? I brought it back. Walk like an Egyptian. All right.
2: Who's hangry? I'm hangry. I'm hangry. Is it time to eat
3: Mrs.
4: Chen?
2: No, you can't eat Mrs. Chen. (laughs) I still haven't seen that. Uh,
4: Spider Man producer Amy Pascal. I will
2: eat Mrs. Chen.
4: Amy Pascal confirmed (laughs) that a third Venom film is currently in the works. And you're super stoked about it.
2: Uh, I'm not. I I had this conversation with someone today mm-hmm. about just, just, they didn't do, they didn't do carnage right for me, mm, you it. know, like they didn't get into the complexities of his character. They didn't really, they, they didn't really like portray him correctly, mm-hmm. you know, because they, they, they kind of neutered him a little bit. Yeah. You know? Well, I
4: think it kind of goes back to what you were saying about Venom as well. Like there's certain like key points, certain like things that are rooted into who that character is. Mm-hmm. right you know like batman losing his parents you know peter parker losing uncle ben kind of thing yeah like the venom whole point- needs
2: peter parker to be venom exactly but i mean even on then it's like okay well at that point now you kind of you almost don't make carnage as lethal as he could be mm-hmm. because you don't really get into how much of a psychopath pages cassidy really is mm-hmm. they motivate him but they motivate him with love rather than him being motivated by just pure chaos because that's what for it right you know carnage is based that like, his entire mindset is chaos theory mm-hmm. is that every is that destruction is is that destruction needs to be present in order for there to be peace he has a very twisted mindset mm. right and so they didn't get into any of that and then on top of that they kind of did the venom treatment with carnage and made him like you know where they, they, they made him very much a a wee character like venomous whereas in the comics carnage is more of an I character mm-hmm. he merged so much with the symbiote that it's he doesn't see himself as two different personalities the way that Venom does right 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 you know that it's Eddie and the symbiote are two different people right or two different mindsets right it's Carnage is I am Carnage right that Cletus Cassidy is a part of me but I am Carnage Mm -hmm. and he is a complete sociopathic monster they did not do that with him Mm. and that's kind of where you know and and, and again spoilers on this if you haven't watched uh, Carnage yet um, you know it's a available for download so go ahead and uh, go and watch that but again spoilers heavy spoilers uh, mute me for like five seconds right now they kill off carnage and it pisses me off oh wow he is too prolific of a character to just do that
4: now okay i'm gonna pivot because they announced that spider-man is gonna have three more Tom holland backed spider-man movies right mm-hmm. do you think they're gonna correct some of this um string of characters they with, could by by bringing spider-man into the
2: universe of spider-man characters they they could. The rumor is, is that Venom is gonna see Spider Man and like Spider Man so much that he's gonna uh, adopt the spider symbol. Which again is not how Venom gets the spider <laughs> symbol. He's Venom doesn't admire Spider Man, so he adopts his symbol. You know, got it. Uh, yeah, you can you you can unmute now, Tyler. You can you can hear it again. Uh, Venom doesn't. He doesn't adopt the spider symbol because he admires Spider Man.
4: You can unmute, Tyler.
2: <laughs> he he adopts the spider symbol because he. He adopts the spider symbol more so because venom the symbiote itself created the spider suit for spider-man the black suit for spider-man mm-hmm. and he was already the spider-man suit so the influence was already there when he met up with eddie brock mm-hmm. right the anger that eddie brock had for peter parker combined with the anger that um the symbiote had for peter parker combined to create venom right, right? venom is is a being that has pure hatred for peter parker and that's why like it's to me again again systematically basically and just kind of like you know story-wise this version of venom doesn't mesh right for me Mm -hmm. because you're not getting who this character should be Mm -hmm. you are getting a little more depth and i'll give them that right i will give them that that you are giving uh eddie brock a little more depth and he's not as one-dimensional uh-huh right but the thing again is that you're not getting that fundamental reason to why venom exists how do you like tom hardy in the role i think tom hardy is a great uh uh, eddie brock Mm -hmm. or i think he could he could be a Eddie Brock he's a little timid yeah he's a little timid and weird whereas like knowing the way that Tom Hardy acts he could pull off hissed off get out of my way mm-hmm. really easily
4: because I guess he's really part of like the development of this Venom the movie Venom mm-hmm. character you know so he it sounds like they're gonna he's a big part of where they're trying to go with Venom right so they're in, they're announcing a Venom 3 so he has more Venom 3 plus 3 Spider-Man movies plus what is it Craven yeah and uh, Morbius there's like 7 spider-man adjacent movies coming yeah. so he could there could be a ton more that they can do with venom though so we'll we'll see what happens right yeah I,
2: I i i bet you the next movie they bring in noel and it's like mm-hmm. uh why are you bringing in noel so early i think it's gonna be too early for that no because they're they they're, they're trying to go for the kill shots on all this that's why the second movie they brought in carnage yeah. because he's the most second most recognizable character yeah i guarantee they bring in noel because he's a kill shot
4: I mean, i'm glad you you said it that way because it's almost like there's the marvel way of doing Doing things and it's like we're going to tell the story, but then there's also the um Hollywood superhero way of telling things, where it's like go for the big kill shot, like what you're saying, which is what Sony does.
2: That's yeah. why Sony fails so hard at all yeah. this because yeah. they're going yeah. for a big spectacle, and yeah. we should put every big character yeah. we can in every movie, which is why they shoehorn Venom into Spider-Man Three right. and failed. Yeah, you throw, know,
4: throw a Silver Surfer out there. It's, why? Um, I don't.
2: Terminator Two did well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's dumb stuff like that. You know, it's like shiny. It's it's, shiny. Like, it's, it's that, that's what that's why I give Kevin Feige so much like, like Mm -hmm. pull on everything is because he understands the storytelling. He understands when to bring in a character and when it makes sense. Mm -hmm. This is why he said, I don't want to do venom yet because it doesn't make sense in the story yet. Yeah. Right. Spider-Man is too young and too inexperienced to, he's not, he has, he's not even working for the, for for the bugle yet. Holy crap. You're right. Yeah. We're going to go through three movies and he hasn't even, he's not even out of high school yet. They haven't even mentioned the daily bugle. They mentioned the daily bugle at the end of the last movie. And it was a um, it was more of a like uh, like crazy conspiracy website yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah, thing. But yeah, I mean, yeah. still, like Peter Parker gets his start working as a photographer for the Daily Bugle. That's where he meets Eddie Brock, who <laughs> is a photographer for the Daily Bugle. Has
4: he even held a camera?
2: I don't think he has. Oh, no, he has. Uh, in the first movie, he was taking um, uh, selfie shots with the, it. With the
4: oh, that's interesting. OK, OK. Anyway, well, I mean, we're getting more Venom. We'll see what happens. So yeah. Venom 3, no date yet. We just got to get through Spider-Man No Way Home yeah. because, come on, there's too much going on. In- and Spider-Man: No Way Home. To even think about Venom three, so yeah, let's give Ru- it a shot.
2: Rumor is, is uh, they're saying that Venom does show up in this movie. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens.
4: Speaking of MCU sequels, mm-hmm. Destin Daniel Brayton has Ooh. inked a new
2: deal with Marvel Studios. Oh, I heard about this for a, a Shang Chi sequel. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, so there's two things that are coming out of this, yeah. right? So the Shang Chi sequel, and then he also didn't he announce on Twitter that he's working on a TV show, not Shang Chi specifically, but he's working on a Marvel TV show. Yeah, so for Disney Plus.
4: So, um, when I was reading it, mm-hmm. so he signed a new deal with Marvel Studios and Hulu's Onyx Collective Ooh. to do Shang Chi the sequel. We don't know what story they're going to tell, mm-hmm. but also to do some kind of show or series. We're assuming it's for Disney Plus, but it could it could, it could be for Hulu.
2: Yeah, because if he does it on Hulu, it, it might be more adult. Exactly, it's like Hit Monkey. How Hit Monkey is like super adult. Yes,
4: exactly. Yeah. So it could be uh, a little bit of like more adult. Uh, version of mm-hmm. the MCU. And um, they also mentioned that it's probably going to be
2: a comedy. Right. In Which, fact, I mean, he's really good at directing yeah, comedy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So
4: I don't know if it's going to be connected to Shang-Chi, but, like, they could spin off Aquafina into her own type show or something like that. Or do something animated. Yeah. We'll see. But um, that's kind of cool, right? Shang-Chi, yeah,
2: too. Absolutely. Like, I mean, it's cool that we're going to get another Shang-Chi movie because the, the first one killed it. Like, they would have been stupid not to make another Shang-Chi movie. Yeah. You know, exactly. like, especially with how gangbusters that movie went like that literally is the movie that made people go back to the movie theaters yeah yeah good point good point so i mean like you know that movie and then you know spider-man obviously is is blowing the hell up because yeah. it's been sold out forever right at this point so much so that when we went to try and go rent a theater they told us uh you can't do opening days and you can't do the beginning of the next week but we can give you monday yeah <laughs> yeah so the day nobody goes to movies so uh typically what happens
4: right you know a movie will get released it'll the premiere will say be thursday and then they tech they Say Friday's actual release, and we've been been able to do the premiere day on the Thursday. But with the way they're selling tickets for mm-hmm. for Spider Man, there's no renting at a theater on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. You can only do like Monday, and then like and that. then
2: they're closed again on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday the next week.
4: Exactly, and then the <laughs> and then the very next week is going to be Matrix.
2: Right. Which so, they're probably doing blackout dates for Matrix too. It,
4: they are doing blackout dates. So like, there's like one day we can do this movie. Yeah. So, but we're gonna do
2: it. Screw it. Let's there's do. It. It. Like, really, are trying to make sure that people aren't like they're trying to get the most money they can out of this,
4: exactly. Exactly. So, we'll see. What, I'm so excited to see, uh, to see Spider Man. Yeah, it's hard to talk about all this other stuff, but yeah, I'm excited for Chong Chi, too, and, and a series that they haven't even announced yet. But until then, more karaoke. Yeah, I'm, I was trying to think of a song that you can karaoke, but I can't sing. We, we've all learned that. Yeah, I cannot sing. You can sing, you have a very nice voice, even when it's when you've lost your voice. Oh, yeah, from yelling at Rob Liefeld all weekend.
2: I wasn't yelling at Rob Liefeld. I was yelling at Furiosa. Yes, yeah. you did. I've got so, a lot of like bassy boom in my voice. It's so
4: sexy. Yeah, it is. It is sexy. <laughs> you got that big bottom bass, you know that what I'm big saying? Bottom bass. Okay, next story. I dare you to guess what the next story is about. Is it about the devil? I dare you
2: to guess. Is it about the devil? Sort of. Half De- of it. The devil of Hell's Kitchen. Yes. Okay.
4: So we, we were talking about this uh, <laughs> over the weekend because it, that's when it kind of broke. Yeah. But uh, Kevin Feige confirmed that Charlie Cox will be coming back to play Matt Murdock as Daredevil in the mcu yeah confirmed it's confirmed so 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 the backstory right yeah netflix had what is it one two three four four shows four marvel shows technically five five that were with the defenders yes that's true okay five shows that were kind of
2: marvel mcu adjacent mm-hmm.
4: like they kind of related but well, they- because
2: like the first season they directly reference the mcu yeah the right? battle of new york or something, the battle right? of new york or you know uh when aliens invaded new york and yeah. they bring that stuff up all the time to like firmly ground that this takes place in the mcu right and then as the shows go on it starts becoming its own thing right right i'm sorry six shows i forgot about the punisher oh yeah yeah Wait, how did we forget the punisher i know so th- th- so yeah they had six shows because they had daredevil they had luke cage they had jessica jones mm-hmm. they had iron fist defenders and punisher
4: yeah yeah six mm-hmm. okay and then multiple seasons of some of those yeah,
2: yeah yeah punisher had two seasons jessica jones had two seasons luke they all had two seasons except for daredevil had three and defenders only had one
4: right so there's a there's a ton to that universe yeah that that uh what do we call it defenders universe right yeah well because
2: i mean like these are all yeah and these are all like street level characters and it was
4: never really confirmed whether they're part of the mcu or not even though those shows were being released during the mcu Mm -hmm. so it's kind of interesting now Mm -hmm. we're getting charlie cox as daredevil into the mcu
2: yeah and i mean so like you know they they were talking with charlie cox and he's denied it multiple times that he's not going to be in spider-man um i don't know if the pictures that are on the internet are fake because that happens all the time and there's mm-hmm. words all the time with this kind of stuff but as of right now like charlie cox is saying it's not happening but there's a scene that leak of charlie cox giving spider-man like legal advice right right so it's like you know that would make sense for daredevil to be the dude that gets spider-man out of this legal trouble right. that, that he's in right now i think they're that he was in at the end of the last movie
4: right i think um all actors are allowed to to lie when it comes yeah. to roles nowadays. But that's
2: the thing is that Marvel tends to... There tends to be a lot of swerves, yeah. With especially with actors and saying, like, I'm not going to be in this movie. And then all of a sudden you see Andrew Garfield and Charlie Cox in Spider-Man No Way Home. Exactly.
4: If if uh, studios go out of their way to film extra scenes to swerve, like a, a commercial or a trailer mm-hmm. before, like, what's actually in the movie, actors are allowed to lie. Yeah. I mean, look at Straight Infinity
2: up. War. Like, they they literally put fake scenes in the trailer exactly. to throw people off.
4: Yeah. Where, where's the Hulkbuster where's Hulk busting out of the Hulkbuster, you know? Yeah. Come on.
2: Which, actually, that was a deleted scene because they changed the storyline at the last minute.
4: Exactly. But still, you know what I mean? So um, it's cool that Feige's confirming it, right? Mm-hmm. He has a weird way of, like, it's it's his universe. Yeah. It's, it's Disney. It's Marvel's. It's his universe. His version of the MCU, or his version of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. But just like Dave Filoni is honoring, like, what the fans want in Star Wars, I think Feige's honoring what fans want out of the MCU.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and that's the thing, is that, like, he he, he's already said that he wants Charlie Cox and John Barenthal to come back mm-hmm. as Punisher and, and Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, he has mentioned that he wants Jessica Jones back right now. He hasn't said anything about iron fist and Luke cage.
4: <laughs> they got um, Shang-Chi.
2: They don't need iron fist. But I, honestly, I think a collaboration between Shang-Chi and iron fist would be dope. Obviously make Shang-Chi better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and take the time to actually train iron fist to be a martial artist or get somebody who can you know, get a good stunt actor. Yeah, maybe the the issue is was they because they paid so much for the actor you know they they wanted to see his face but it's like a lot of that was Shane Black too like his decisions and Shane Black is a terrible terrible showrunner he's the same dude that ruined uh Inhumans yeah that was ruined he's the the same he's the same dude that ruined Iron Man 3 Mm. you know like Shane Shane Black has a track record for ruining things and I'm not a fan of his but he's the reason Shang-Chi or not not Shang-Chi he's the reason that Iron Fist was what it was right you know he didn't actually go through martial arts he he didn't put the uh, the actors through martial arts training. Uh, he did he for some reason he decided he didn't want to have actors wearing uh 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 the masks so that that you can have stunt acts right because you could have had oh, way better yeah you could have had way better martial arts scenes if you could if you could have just put stunt actors in 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 the costume and take him out of all that right like you put an action actor in there right? yeah but he decided not to because he wanted to see his face that's why Iron Fist season two was actually fairly fairly better is because they put masks on them they could actually do fight scenes with the sun actor.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, like, Daredevil, they threw a mask on him. Well, actually, no, they didn't do it at the very
2: beginning. No, but he still wore the full black mask. Yeah. And Charlie Cox okay. talks a lot about how his uh, his his stunt actors, like, like, he points out in scenes where, uh, so, you know, the hallway scene, the, the infamous hallway scene, mm-hmm. he literally, if you, there's a commentary track where he literally talks about when he, when, when he switches out for the sun actor. Oh, really? There's a part of that scene where, like, he starts off fighting at the beginning, and then uh-huh. they throw him through uh through a door and then he jumps back out through the door.
4: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: So the whole thing is he said like he starts off with like a couple of choreograph fights, uh, uh-huh. like 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 moves, hits, yeah. moves and whatnot. And then one of the guys that he's fighting throws him through a door and he kicks back out through the door and hits the guy. He said he gets thrown through the door. Stunt actor is the dude kicking through the door. That's awesome, right? And the rest of the scene is the stunt actor beating the crap out of people. That's awesome, right? He he was saying like there are legitimate ways to do this without it, like with the 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 the, with movie magic and yeah. it's even with the scene that's that's doesn't cut away
4: and that's the scene that kind of defines daredevil yeah is,
2: is that hallway the hallway scene. scene yeah right which they tried to recreate in defenders yeah right like you have all that and given iron fist was a much better martial artist in defenders because of that yeah right but the thing is is that because they let shane black run everything he just kind of ruined everything that guy should never handle a marvel property again mm-hmm. because the reason that they hired shane black is because he's known for bringing things in under budget yeah. Yeah. Right. How do you bring in uh, uh inhumans under budget? You cut off Medusa's hair. Oh, that was right? awful. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, you know, oh, and then you're gonna kill kill off Karnak at the beginning. I wanted to like inhumans so much. No, the, the minute in the first episode when they killed off Karnak and they cut off Medusa's hair, I, I was already out. Yeah, I was like, You're gonna literally kill off the two probably most effects heavy characters because you're trying to bring it in under budget. Yeah, right? It was awful. How do you, how did you think this was gonna go? Do yeah. you really think people were gonna be okay with cutting off Medusa? his hair yeah yeah right like the one power that she has
4: what but um i really wanted to like that show it reminded me it looked a little bit like lost yeah. you know like the production value of it but mm-hmm. yeah oh well anyway moving you know, on and then
2: lockjaw you barely see through the entire show I'm like, but he was in on. it that was cool Lock yeah in but it. i mean lockjaw is such a better character than they gave him yeah. and, and i mean okay let's not let's not let's not digress <sighs> yeah. that
4: much anyways so do you think okay so he they confirmed charlie cox the next question obviously is like what's going to happen with all the other you know defender universe characters. Do you think they're
2: going to be part of the MCU somehow? Again, from what I know that um that Feige wants, he has said that he wants Burnthal back too. Mm-hmm. Uh he said that he felt that that guttural um performance that Burnthal gave as as the Punisher uh-huh. was was beautiful and that he wants that character back. Yeah.
4: So they asked Feige about that and he his reply was mm-hmm. I always say that whenever a character comes back into the Marvel sandbox, it becomes another tool in the storytelling ability of of the mcu as i said before the good news is all will be revealed and people actually finally watch mm. the interesting part about this right i think they're asking about him but obviously this is all on the press tour for spider-man no way home yeah so i mean he could be talking about this from oh two my years God. from now
2: or he could be talking about this in like two weeks we're gonna have our answer what if there's a multiverse scene where it's just a flash of the defenders standing at like like at a portal yeah exactly
4: exactly oh that'd be so dope right it's just it could be just one of those Doctor Strange portals. Yeah. Right. And it's like, oh, there you go. There goes Charlie Cox. There goes the John Barenthal. You can know?
2: because he said, Kevin Feige said originally he had written a scene in Endgame when all the portals opened and the defenders were supposed to be coming out of one of the portals. Oh, and, they ended, the it. Yeah, and oh, they ended up cutting the universe. Yeah, and they ended up cutting it. Yeah. Right. But he originally had it written in the script where when, when one of the portals opened, uh, because he said it would have been like a crowd pleaser uh-huh. to see the, the portal open and you see Iron Fist and Daredevil walk out, yeah. right? And it's like, that would have been super cool to see. Like and a, it cheap com- pop. It yeah, been a cheap pop. Yeah, that's really what he was looking for. He said it would have been one of those cool things to confirm that the Fenders were part of the MCU, but they ended up cutting it. And it was cut for budget reasons, but, yeah. like, you know, they ended up cutting it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But
4: I think you're gonna, they're going to toy with it a little bit more and give us a more solidified multiverse answer to it all. Yeah. Speaking of multiverse and the Deadpool multiverse, we have some uh, Deadpool royalty in the chat right now. We got some oh. Lady Deadpool Fresno. Oh, shout out to Lady Deadpool Fresno. Whoa, whoa. Deadpool's connecting. What's happening? Uh-oh. I don't know what's going to happen. Hey, whoa, hey. A little bit farther up. Too far. Back down. I don't know what's happening. Shout out to Andrea, who is also at LA Comic-Con looking amazing in all her various Lady Deadpool Fresno outfits. I've seen her all over Instagram on a ton of different Instagram pages and posts. Oh, hello there. Hello there. Welcome back, uh, Unipool Deadpool. Uh, no,
2: it's just Wade. Just, just Wade. Is just wait. Yeah. No. Uh, Unipool is uh, only when I'm in the actual unicorn costume kind of thing that uh, it's, it's Wade now. Yes, it's just Wade. Okay. Yeah. Are you still looking for work? I mean, uh, I'm always looking for work. Uh, mercenaries for hire, by the way, uh, if anyone is looking for someone to be killed, uh, I am your mercenary for service. Yeah. We'll post uh, your uh,
4: LinkedIn after this. Okay? Absolutely. Okay. Sound, uh, we'll sound make good? sure
2: that we put a link on my uh, LinkedIn and my hired.com.
4: Yep. And your merc in, your merc link as well. That's a thing. Yeah. Come on. But I didn't know about this. Jobs for merc why does nobody tell me
3: anything? Okay, anyways,
4: I'm back. Yeah, they don't talk about it much on Friendster, so yeah, that's probably why you didn't see it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Anyway, shout out to Lady Deadpool Fresno. She had an amazing time. You guys were all on stage, by the way. We never even really talked about that.
2: Oh, yeah. No, no, Uh Liefeld brought us on stage. Uh, awesome. And interviewed the Deadpool Fresno and the Lady Deadpool Fresno and the Kidpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and brought all the rest of us on stage, and we all hung out on stage. Uh... I, I probably sound very womp wompy right now, don't I?
4: If you're up on the mic, you're not okay. bad.
2: If, if I, if I- <laughs> Just the mic here. Okay,
4: don't do that ever again. That sounds very not PG. Okay, people are leaving. Since
2: when have I ever been
4: PG? People are people are leaving. This is not good.
2: If they leave, it's their fault. They're they're missing all the entertainment.
4: Yeah. Well, that was my last news story. Do we, so do, do you
2: have rumors though?
4: I do have a, a rumor or two. Well, let's do that then. Okay. Let me switch. I'm switching. I'm switching. Okay. Ant Man. Ant Man rumors. What what about Scott? Okay, so we got so we got the cast coming back. We got um confirmed Bill Murray is gonna be in the movie. We got That's Kang right. the Conqueror. Right. You know. Jonathan Majors is going to be in the movie. Oh,
2: such a, such a great looking guy.
4: Now, the new rumor is Modoc is going to be in Ant-Man Quantum Mania. Modoc? Modoc, which, you know, kind of makes sense because they're pushing Modoc right now on a Hulu show. Patton you, Oswald? Patton Oswalt. Isn't he Pip? Yeah, but now he's Pip in the MCU. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be him. I don't think it's going to be Patton Oswald. So, so that's the, just anti I got rumor on top of rumor on top of rumor. It's like I got like a rumor onion right now. So the that's rumor gorgeous. is Modoc. And then there's another rumor that they're going to get Jim Carrey to. Be Modoc, right? Jim Carrey. I love
3: that guy. Yes.
4: Yeah, why not? Wasn't he the Riddler? Oh, yeah, that's a different universe. But um, yeah, but there's another shout rumor. out to the Bruce Wayne and his dead parents. Dead parents, dead dead shout parents. out always.
2: Shout out to dead parents.
4: So there's another rumor on top of that, or maybe it's below it since we're peeling onions. Like I Shrek. guess I guess it's below. Yeah, yeah. I'm making waffles. So Modoc, mm, not Pat Oswald. Does
2: anybody want pancakes? Okay, I guess not.
4: And then <laughs> maybe it's Jim Carrey, but we'll see. But there's another rumor that it's not going to be Either one of those, but it's gonna be somebody that we've already known from the Ant-Man universe or Ant-Man movies. So okay. they're thinking um the character Darren Cross, so that played by Corey Stoll, who played Yellow Jacket, right, will be back, but as Modoc. Okay. Ooh, interesting. That's huh? new, right? Because last time we saw him, he was like shrunk down into the quantum realm, right? Right. So he could be chilling somewhere, but and then they
2: make him into a mental organism designed only for killing. Exactly.
4: Because we don't we know Kang's in it, and then who is it? Evangeline Lilly let it slip that Darren Cross, or not Darren Cross, but Corey Stoll is back in this movie.
2: That's true. They, they didn't confirm that
4: he's he's yellow Yeah. They just said he's back in the movie. Exactly. That makes sense. Like she tagged him in the post like, oh, welcome back. Super excited that we're all back in this movie. Like, oh, wait a second. He shouldn't be back in this movie, but you just said that he is. Let's delete that post. Oops. Oops. Evangeline Lilly.
2: Oops, she Hold- did it
4: wrong there, Evangeline. See, you were supposed to announce that Ryan Reynolds was coming in. Hold the to Tom Holland. Let it slip. <coughs> All right, Unipool Wade Deadpool tacos Unipool, on the
2: Unipool Wade Deadpool
4: tacos on the table. Do you think uh, Corey Stoll is back? Do you think Aaron Cross, aka Yellow Jacket, is gonna be Modoc?
2: Hard to call. Uh, more than likely, I'm gonna just eat my tacos. So
4: no tacos on the table. You're just gonna eat them. I'm
2: just gonna tacos tacos. It's what's for dinner. Tacos are on your shirt. You can eat your shirt. It's actually, not tacos on my shirt. It just says I have issues.
4: Oh, you have a, a taco full of issues. That's what
2: I was getting at. There's A lot of problems that I have. Right. Next question. John.
4: This isn't an interview. I don't know why you're saying that. Um, the answer is correct. <laughs> I'm I'm here to do the news. I don't know why you're here.
2: Uh I'm here to derail everything. yes That's all I'm good at.
4: That is what you're good at. Okay. Star Wars rumor. So remember the acolyte? You don't know what the
2: acolyte is. Uh is it like the Star Wars uh sith character thing?
4: There you go. The live action show. Look at you, Wade. Yeah, I'm a nerd too. You're a Star Wars nerd. So the live action series, the acolyte, you know, being set in the High Republic has maybe found its lead actor oh really the so variety is confirming that a Mandela. if it is you still couldn't see him
2: Th- that's the entire point exactly so variety confirmed is he a Celtic, a Celtic, if you will that's
4: two tongue-tied wouldn't make sense it is fantastic. no i'm not gonna say it you say it Celtic, 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 Celtic. you got a lisp so your mother has a lisp. Amanda stenberg is in talks to join the acolyte in the as the lead character oh
2: Oh, that sounds, I don't
4: know who that is. Who, so, you have seen anyway? this person before. and um, I have, personally? You have. If you seen The Hunger Games? Oh. Ah. You know The Hunger Games.
2: You know The Hunger Games. I know The Hunger Games because I was in The Hunger Games. You were? Yeah. Okay. I was I was hanging out in the back corner when... Uh, were
4: you hanging out with Rue? Because it's Rue ah. from The Hunger Games.
2: you like an adult now. I assume so. Yeah. Because it's been 15 years or whatever. Yeah. Um. No, it's, I was in that movie along with Masique hanging out in the corner. Mm. Uh, getting getting shot with arrows uh only thing is is that uh, i i just took the arrows out and threw them back to her
4: Mm -hmm. and you stayed in the dome like everybody else was trying to get out you just stayed in the dome
2: i think that's the best place to be yeah right what are you gonna do because uh pulling the veil back i played the dress on the girl on fire
4: (laughs) that's why you're so scarred is because you were literally on fire no i'm scarred because cancer thank you very much oh well maybe you should go talk to project wish upon a star anyway so she's she is um actually they are are looking to be the lead actor in star wars the acolyte oh that sounds interesting tacos on the table why not yeah tacos are on the table put them on the table i'm Let's gonna eat do them it. later but
2: yes tacos on the table
4: all right that's all i got for rumors that's it just those two just the two it was a light week everybody was busy i give up i quit everybody was busy at la comic-con having
2: fun there's no news <laughs> oh my goodness whoo that was fun all right <laughs> Anyways, man. Uh, No. Yeah. So that's it. That's all we have for rumors. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, between LA Comic-Con and the news and the rumors and everything. And now Spider-Man in like a week. Yeah. What's today? Today is the, today is the, my phone is not selling. That's, that's what today is. Uh, it is the eighth. Eighth. So So about 12 days. 12 days. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to do math. At least for our event, it's 12 days. Exactly. I was
4: trying to do math in my head, but it wasn't working out. So really, I mean, Spider-Man comes out in like a week. Yeah. But then the event is Monday. So like twelve days. Wow. 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 I'm getting excited for for Spider-Man. Yeah. That's like the next big thing. So it's like high after high. You know, LA Comic-Con, Rob Liefeld, all this cool stuff with Project Wish. All of that. Yeah, Spider-Man, and then Matrix, and then Boba Fett. Merry Christmas to us.
2: Merry Christmas to us. Yes. We had, I don't know, we've had a pretty high week, man. You know, something we're not even going to get to talk about, but it's still out there? Hawkeye. Yeah, I know. Um,
4: Are you are you enjoying Hawkeye?
2: I am immensely. Okay, it's, that's, all, it's we that's all we gotta say. Great. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I just realized there was another episode that came out today that exactly. I haven't watched yet. I need to go back. I need. I'm watching that right as soon as we're done here. The episode I watched that like
4: one in the morning last
2: night. Yeah. Yes. Uh, was it awesome? I'm
4: not gonna tell you anything because I think that will lead to you saying I know what's gonna happen. So I'm just gonna not
2: say. A okay. Thing. I'm not gonna <laughs> say a thing. But yeah, no. I mean, we have so much that we still need to do. Yeah. Um, we we probably need to record an entire episode of all the things that are on the side that we need to do. We mm-hmm. still need to review He-Man. We still need to talk about the current trajectory of Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, we need to talk about Arcane. We need to talk about um, there's so much that we need to Tiger talk King about. Tiger King 2. Tiger King 2 is another one we got to talk about. <laughs> you know, um, Hitmonkey is another yeah. one we got to talk about. Like, let, How about we do this?
4: How about you let us know what you're watching, what you're nerding out on, yeah. on streaming or on regular TV, and then we can talk about it. We can hit on each one and like now that we're coming up on the, you know, kind of hollow holiday break a lot of people have like a week off i don't know what that's like but maybe we'll give some recommendations yeah on like what to binge like things to actually go back yeah, and watch because yeah. once boba hits we're all gonna watch boba yeah but i mean let's see what people are gonna be watching right while they're on break
2: right i like it guys let it. us know in the distance earnings and post uh mm-hmm. we want to know everything that you're watching everything that you're into everything that you're gonna watch you know what tell, tell us what you're excited about in general you know um if you're not watching it with us are you gonna watch spider-man you know are you getting ready to watch the matrix we want to know all these things mm-hmm. let's do it I, I just watched the new trailer for matrix uh, yesterday and i'm like five thousand times more excited for it it's
4: it's getting good like i love how they're expanding mm-hmm. the mythology of it yeah i, f- I don't even know what's going to happen and i and i'm going to be hopefully pleasantly surprised on how they unravel and kind of re-ravel this matrix thing yeah i'm excited for that yeah it's gonna be pretty cool yeah i'm excited to, to just go on the ride like okay lana wachowski take me on the ride let's yeah. see what's gonna happen
2: yeah, yeah absolutely yeah cool all right well, I think that's it man uh we got shirts we have shirts now we don't have any larger sizes anymore we're out of xls we're out of two xls we're out of three xls do we have any largest i think we may have a larger two we have uh mediums and smalls for the most part we have shirts for your kids yeah if you want to get a distance nerding shirt for your children perfect christmas present for kids exactly what better gift than the gift of james exactly get your kids
4: some merch support my kids by getting shirts for your kids right right so we got merch all you gotta do, DM us. Let us know the size you want. We got large through extra small and adult, and then small kids. But so all you gotta do is DM us. Twenty bucks, PayPal, hey Venmo, mm-hmm. Cash App, food stamps, yeah, tacos, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. Yeah, twenty bucks or twenty five if we gotta ship it.
2: Yeah, I'll take payment in stamps. So right. Yeah,
4: and you know, if, even if we gotta ship it, you're still gonna get a sticker pack. Exactly. Which,
2: by the way, guys, we have brand new stickers. Oh yeah, I haven't even opened the box yet. Yeah, look at it. Like a whole box of stickers right here that I haven't opened yet, and I don't have a knife to pop it open. Oh, so. the, now you don't have a knife. Well, my night shut up <laughs> Fun story real quick. I'm going to pull back the veil right here. Uh, my dumbass brought my knife with me to the venue and I gave it to, uh, you know, I told them that I had it. So, yeah. you know, it's funny because at first they, um, the cop questioned me because he was like, why did you bring a knife? And I was like, I forgot it was in my pocket and I gave it to the security guard to give to you. So it's not like he found the knife on me. I told them that I had it, but so yeah. you could hold on to it specifically. Right. And he was like, oh, okay, well, that's pretty cool of you. I uh, tried to see it get him the first night and he was gone. Second night, uh, I ended up patching him like at the last second. But
4: so I kept my distance from you because it was going to get super awkward. But I watched. <laughs> and as soon as like you started to let them know, I I saw all the
2: security guards like this guy. And it's like they were all like,
4: you know, in their ears and stuff yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go. And
2: it was funny because, again, it wasn't like they found the knife on me. I told them I had it. Yeah. You know, because they honestly, I put it in my bag and he didn't see it when he searched. And I was like, you know what, dude, I got to tell you that I have this. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It, it was interesting because like you were going to be so honest about it. And like my brain was like, just let it slide like you're going to use the knife on anything just let it go and we'll get through this but you're like i'm going to be super honest about it i gotta be honest about it man and and they were like okay you know they kind of sized you up you know and they figured out like this guy's laid back he's not trying to do anything crazy plus he has a press
2: badge come on yeah you know and they were cool they probably knew i'd do more damage with my hands than i would with a knife and we got to hang out with the security guards and they were all really cool oh shout out to gonzo he was actually really cool
4: yeah we got a you got to meet a head of security gonzo
2: yeah Yeah, he was you know what was funny is um at the end of the night when i went to go get the knife from him. Mm-hmm. He had like a like a whole table full of like like bladed weapons that people had like you know, accident brought in or brought in or they right. confiscated. Uh, and there was like a bunch of different knives and stuff on there. And I was like, uh yeah, I was mine was the the bench made push button. And he pulls it out of his pocket and he was like, this is too nice too nice of a knife, but with all the other ones here, exactly. He's like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep this
4: one. He was like hoping you weren't gonna come back. He really
2: was because he kept that one in his pocket instead of with all the other ones. <laughs> yeah.
4: Hey, shout out to Matt. He came back. Yeah. Then Matt's there. You know what I'm thinking now that I'm seeing um, uh, Deadpool Fresno and Lady Deadpool for us now in the mm-hmm. chat. We should probably have like a small little discussion between you Deadpools to get like a, a kind of a, a round table Deadpool, what the con was like for mm-hmm. all of you guys. Because, you know, I'm sure Matt and Andrea had an amazing time, you know, meeting Rob, meeting all the other Deadpools. I'm sure that had to be awesome. So. Let's see if
2: we can get a hold of any of those other Deadpools and have them on. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: That, that's actually a really good idea. So, yeah, I mean, Kid Pools, Drag Pools.
2: Who else was there? Oh, God, Dragpool. Drag Pool. It's too Twice. bad Drag Pool got there late because if Drag Pool was there uh, earlier, like they would have been on stage with us. Right, right. But it'd be
4: cool to have all you guys talk about um, what it was like and the experience of meeting Rob Liefeld, meeting yeah. all these other Deadpools, yeah. getting up on stage, talking about the cosplay yeah, yeah. to Rob Liefeld. So I think that's super interesting. Okay, sorry. Side all right, no. So I saw
2: that right there. Now, guys, uh, don't forget, every Monday from 6 to 8, we build Lego on stream. Now, mm-hmm. if missed it. If you missed it. Uh, if you ghosted us. Look at that beautiful Ecto-1 and the cool thing is, is like when you drive it look at that, that little instruments on the on we the could roof
4: fit roof. a kid deadpool in that thing
2: yeah this thing is pretty awesome it's super detailed No, uh there's like a little rc car mm-hmm. a little rc trap that goes into the back of the the, the ecto right here so i mean this is a really cool really big build i was super happy with it but this monday 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 i'm building the lego fender strat wow look at that thing. super dope stratocaster right i'm gonna be building this look at that now also
4: wait, bring that back bring that back don't so it's lego it's actual fender like it's licensed fender
2: yeah it's it's a fender strata caster made out of lego, Man
4: out of lego. it doesn't say how many pieces
2: oh it, no, does... it does uh the pieces are on the bottom right there so you guys can see it a thousand pieces so it might be like one or two episodes to get the whole thing done very cool just in time for christmas uh, speaking of christmas this is this week's giveaway Ooh. look at that got a couple of the mandalorian minifigs right here just in time for uh the book of bobo we got some more mandos exactly so i'm gonna to be giving away these mandos uh, on this week's stream. Uh, All you got to do to win, guys, is be in the chat. So, 6 to 8, every Monday, Lego live stream. We have brackets, we have celebrities every now and then and fun people to talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're there around 7 o'clock, I will ask who's in the chat. If you're there, then you get a chance to win, and you may win the Mandalorian uh, uh, minifig kit there. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, it goes to either Thomas Wong or Tyler Yancey. They tend to win all the, the All the things. I don't know how they, I, I might have to just exclude them from this one because it's like, how, how do they always win? They, <laughs> they they must like own the random number generator. I know. Like how, do you, how do you win that much on a random number generator? How do you have that much luck? Don't I don't have, have that much luck in any video game I play with a random number generator. You gotta have that talent and they I got it. So. so Mondays,
4: 6 to 8 p.m., Lego Live Build and we will be posting the like video schedule so you can, if you're on Facebook, you can hit the reminder button and all that right. business so it'll make it easier
2: on right. you. Hit that, that remind button uh no we'll, we'll do it right after this yeah no, I'm, I'll, I'll make sure i post perfect because i always forget to post it No big be good. it happens <laughs> you've
4: had an amazing week i so have. you're good it's been great
2: uh so that being said uh i think it is time for the dance party is it not it could be all right well let's do this all right james pop and lock
3: distance nerding.
1: Thank you.